Yeah, now you came in real good. Oh, perfect. Okay. No. We couldn't have this obligatory, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Is this on? Is that on? Because it always, always angers that. the great one. Oh, the great one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the great one. Just like when I get a question like, how do I get the girls? It drives my blood pressure up. Or when you see a block text of chain, a chain of text gets your blood pressure up, I, I like to think they're reaching out and poking the great one over at, uh, at uh, Fort Collins. Well, you do see my name today, right? Yeah, how do, how do I get the girls? <laughs> You know what's funny is those questions have completely gone away. I think I I mocked and ridiculed it so much that now no one asks me that question anymore. So do, uh, do you still get what's a good business idea? Around that, yeah. And uh, I got one guy where I'll get you know it's like just for everybody listening, you get one response from asshole consulting. Don't hit me up with follow up questions. Then it's, you got to <laughs> pay more. So I answered this one guy's question pretty complete and thorough. And he he has, I'm selling shit online. I'm not even outing this guy because there's a billion morons selling shit online. And he's, oh, I'm trying. he's trying to do the two-prong approach. And then, and guys, if you're listening to me, ladies, if you're listening to me, you either, you're wasting your time, like choosing just a drop ship, basic bitch, dude, bro, entrepreneur type of, business idea you're choosing it because it's easy and it doesn't take any effort it's like going to school for a worthless degree you are wasting your precious fucking time and no you're not going to get lucky no other people have figured this out they've already rushed to the market it's taken care of there's no room for profit and then this guy he's uh, he had it he sold stuff online well fuck you yeah, well, you sells that's not a business. Men selling shit online is like women with the multi-level marketing thing. Like I sell oils, I sell trinkets, I sell makeup and wine. When they and say that, well, I, I'm sorry. Like I just do they mean buying stuff online from somewhere and selling it for a higher price? Yes. Yes. You can't really do that long term, can you? No, and and even NPR. Not that I admit to listening to NPR too much, uh, but Money Planet did some on drop shipping and how, like, yeah, the first movers made money, but like every other market, the more people come in, the more that the the margins get cut down. And I, I, I they're just, and they're no different than brokers or middlemen, which which provide a service, which help market. I understand that you can get more volumes and sales. But these people are coming up to me with, you know, okay, I got this business idea. It's like, is it selling uh-uh. shit online? Who'd you know? It's like, oh, uh, because every lazy fuck does that. And all they do, all they do is waste their time. They don't make money. And then they're always like pressed for time. Oh, I'm trying to make my business profitable. And then, uh, but I'm also working, you know, like, what do I do? I'm like, <laughs> how long have you been trying it? Oh, like a year and a half. Well, how much money have you dropped in? $10,000? What the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, you, if, if it's easy, if you can do it, so can everybody else. And unless it's tits and vagina, you're not going to make money on it. For a yeah. guy, I mean, for a guy. It's not much of an original idea, you know? I mean. Well, and, and it. It, well, you have them, right? The multi-level marketer oh, yeah. types, like you know, the husband engineer who's doing all that, and then and then Bipsy or Bambi or Booby yeah. or Bopsy or whatever her name is this year. She has her quote business. It's not it, a fucking business. They never make money, man. Like every time I do this, I have to tell them, look, if you have three years in a row on your Schedule C, which is where you put it, where you have a negative, that's actually a big fat audit target. 
So. Yeah, because then it's qualified as what? A hobby, right? Yeah, hobby yeah. loss rule. So you know right. about this, yeah. Yeah, no, I know, I know. And that's that's why when, you know, what what uh, consulting I have done on personal finances, uh, you're like, well, I'd like to sell soaps. Mary Kay, do you know Mary Kay? Yeah, Mary Kay, sure. Oh my God, I fucking hate Mary Kay. <laughs> Because, you know, you know what it is. They, they get these, I don't know, it's like soap or jewelry or, or something. Whatever, sure. They get a pink yeah. Cadillac at the end. Right. Makeup. Yeah. And, and they can't ever keep track of their inventory, which is what you have to do to figure out your cost of goods sold. Right. So in the end, they're making no money. It's a pain in my ass. They can't keep their expenses straight. And they're just, ah, they're worthless items. They're useless. But- it, what's the cause, Chad? What is the you? When when I die, I just want to say the universal cause of all human problems and suffering is what? Human beings themselves. No. Right, but what what makes them fit? Like not all humans are this. The humans that are successful and kept society going and invent new things and we keep the lights on, we aren't this. But every problem caused by I'd say ninety two percent of the human population suffers from this ailment. Is it? Lazy. <laughs> I want to start a business. No, you don't. You want to take a gambling shot at some multi-level marketing bullshit or selling makeup or selling wine or selling trinkets or whatever, beanie baby, whatever. Uh, and, and it it is – you're taking a gamble. You're, ro- you're rolling right. the roulette with your time. <clears throat> and they're not going to make your fucking money. And they, okay, that's fine. That's fine for the normies, conformities, and fears. Not my fucking people. Not listeners to this show. Well, what it is, dude, some of my some of the spouses, the husbands of these women, it's like you said, they have successful jobs. Most of them are W-2, mm-hmm. but they have these wives that, and they don't even have children. They just need something to do. And they think this doTERRA, Mary Kay, you know, whatever sure, these things sure. are. The multi-level marketing. Ugh. The what well, we called it coma k h o m a keep her off my ass money yes and that that was more common I, I'd say I would say there's a difference between some online or MLM scheme versus uh, an actual physical shop because at an actual physical shop you need to now approach the bank and this is where because you're going to borrow money for inventory or leasehold improvements or whatever else. So sure enough, you'd have some coma gal come in and the husband would usually have a banking relationship with the bank anyway. And he would always, you know, he'd be a surgeon or a doctor or this or that, and he'd guarantee it. And then, and then Tiffy or Tina or Trixie or Tiddlywinks, she'd come in and she'd always some dumb shit. No one ever, and they just sell other crap to other women. It's a doily store. It's a trinket shop. I want to I want to open up a chocolatier. It's Chocolate. always fun, it's always bullshit. It's always already a flooded market and and they never lasted. They never lasted mm-hmm. more than but it was just like, "Here, I'm guaranteeing this. Get her off my ass cuz I have real shit and work to do." And sure enough, on the joint tax return, the husband made all the money yeah. and then there'd be this this crippled sad pathetic schedule c, c yeah. that was on life support and you know and there she's running around with their suv i'm a businesswoman i run a bitch shut the fuck up i i do want to be fair there are a couple of husbands who have assumed this role like their wives are bringing home the bacon so it's mostly women but there's some dumbass dudes yeah, there's dumbass people and, yeah. and that's why i'm saying it's usually you know 
there's always the guy side. You know, you'll say, oh, women are dumb for spending money on stupid degrees. Men are just as dumb spending their money on sports cars. Uh, yeah. Women are dumb watching their damn soaps and their um, their their uh, Harlequin romance TV shows. Men are just as dumb watching sports ball. Um, yeah. So it is, it is happening. As, as the genders become more fluid. Men can be men can take on dumb business ideas that are effeminate too. Women can women can get into sports ball as well. I don't care. It's all a pissing away of time. Stop let, asking me. Let me know if you need a partner with Operation Evil. <laughs> oh, fuck. I <laughs> are you in a good mood? I'm feeling okay. Good. How about you? I'm in a pissed off mood, but that's oh, no, nothing new. Just it's. Are you ready for some deep, dark, serious uh, philosophy with a twinge of of half joking but half serious at the same time? I am. Does this involve the post office or something? This else? does involve the post office, <laughs> but a larger the post office if it's in a larger overall uh, uh, philosophical. So you know, I had like a health scare, right? Uh, yeah, you've told us about it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had yeah. the thing. I thought it was the liver was going or something was going on yeah. my right side. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. Then I went in and they did the blood test. They say it's not the liver. I'm like, oh. And they say it's not your kidneys. I'm like, oh. And so, and, but I'm like, it's something. Something's there. And they say, well, it could be the gallbladder because that's in the Ooh. same area. It could be this. It could be that. And I'm like, uh, cancer? You know, like a a growth or what do they call it? A tumors growing. Tumor. Cause that would feel, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So they say, well, we don't, we don't know what it is. We're going to have you come in for a CT scan. So after I found out that it was not either the liver or the kidneys, I was like, well, good, you know, but then I'm, the more I thought about it, well, that's bad. <laughs> we're talking anything from, it could just be stress, which is what I'm optimistically thinking it is, or it could be damn, you know, stage four stomach cancer for all I know. I have no idea. Do you um, feel something there? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like I feel something, but it's not pain. It's just like a like like if you put a golf ball or something inside right beneath uh right beneath the rib cage. And uh it went away. I was happy. I had a great weekend last weekend. Then I had coffee, fucked me up for five days, and the feeling came right back. And so like I'm I'm already not really on pins and needles, but it's not good, you know. And so the the best we can hope for is it's stress. And uh, otherwise, it's so the CT scan, I did that yesterday, and we're going to – I get to hear back from him in 48 hours or whatever. So it, I've learned to enjoy the decline, not get worked up, stoicism. What It, it is going to be what it is going to be. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor, but it sounded more like a hernia. Hey, aren't those down boy, by your groin, though? I thought it was you said like stomach, lower stomach. No, right? no, no, below my rib cage. Oh yeah, no, to that's the right of my stomach. Yeah, yeah, that's not a hernia. Well, anyway, so I'm already yellow. You know, on stage yellow. Chad, what are you doing with that camera? It's giving me a, a seizure. Uh, it's fine. You look fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, <clears throat> so I already got that. You know, I'm already a little stressed out, a little bit worried, and I'm trying to write my damn book. Right? You know, I, I really want to get this book done. And it's not just the post office, but my in, my entire morning had been wasted on other people's mistakes. So I got to go to the post office. The reason I have to go to the post office is because a sponsor mailed me his product that he wants me to review. Now, I'm not going to mention what it is or anything like that. I'm half of the mind to kick him out. But this product is not that expensive. It's like a $10 product. 
in the the thing in the envelope is instructions for me to mail it back and i'm like dude are you fucking joking me fuck that you want me to mail back the what is your time management now i got this bullshit chore i gotta do so i go down to the post office i wait till i had some other post to go and send it in and the guy gypped me on postage he was short on the postage he gave back so you had to pay to just receive? I had to pay. Yeah. I'm I'm just like, fuck this. You know, I'm already I'm I, I charged like now I'm getting paid $25 an hour when I can bill out for other things at $100 an hour. So I go to the post office. Then what is what is today? What am I excited about today? What do I get to do today? So because we are now through Q3, now you get to mail out your Q4 quarterly estimated taxes. Right. It's very exciting. Except there's not enough funds in my private account because I have yet to transfer funds from my my business account. Uh, so I go ahead and I I got to go to a bank. I got to yeah. go to my bank. And I look, bank's near me. Hey, there's a bank two miles down the road. I go there. What do you think it is? What do I think it is? Yes. Um, is there a person there that I can transfer funds from oh, one account to the other? Is it just an ATM? It's just a place? fucking ATM. Some fucking cocksucker on fucking Google said, oh, yeah, that's a bank. And I, so now I got to go haul ass across the interstate to go get to a real bank with real people to do a real transaction. Well, can, uh, then you I, write a, can you write a check to yourself and put you it through? Yeah, but they could just transfer it. I show them both of yeah. the bank account numbers. I sign, I show them my ID, and they train. I don't have to spend time cutting a check. Plus, the check has to clear. That's the other yeah. problem. It takes time to clear. So now I can cut the check to the Fed to pay the taxes so that Ilian Omar could go ahead and suck more blood out of hardworking Fuck. Americans. Fuck her, dude. <laughs> Fuck her. And that's, and that's another annoying mosquito at night flying around my bedroom. And, uh, and then, oh. Now, what would you? What, here we got three of the greatest minds. We have Atham. Atham. Atham's in the house. What's hey, up, young man? What's up? How are you guys doing? You Good. smoking what's in going? your apartment, or you at? What are you at the office? Oh, that's your climbing gear. Caving gear. Yeah, caving gear. Yeah. Yeah. Are you at home? What is that? In my room. Yeah. No. Nice smoking in your room. That's so, cool. Move your microphone a little bit closer to your mouth. You're you're not you're not as loud as us. See if you. Hold on. Change this thing. <clears throat> anyway, uh, right. so do you have to do that today? Do what? Go to the bank, or you? Already no, I already know? did that. Okay. I mean, but but keep in mind, I got to write this damn book. I want to get it done. I want to get it done by November. Get back home. I got to do asshole consulting. Guess what? What's that? The server's down. There's no email. Some <laughs> Microsoft, and it's just like fucking hell. It's it's coming up. So eleven o'clock. Then guess who wants to have lunch? The GF. The GF, of course, wants to have lunch, and it's like fucking Christ. The and Atham might know this. What is it? Viscosity, the thickness of liquid. Is that it? Right. Yeah. Okay. Like in the olden days, you could get shit done. There wasn't this number of mistakes. But now as people get dumber and slower and they're not doing what they're fucking telling people they're going to do, it's instead of swimming through water, now it's starting to swim through molasses. It's just becoming such such a pain in the ass. So here's where the dark observation comes in. Like I'm already tense. I'm already stressed. I, I can't get to the level I'd like to operate at. And we have to admit, you know, there's a chance it might be stage four stomach cancer 
or whatever. No. Well, okay. I feel fine, but you know, people, oh, and then he died, then I, whatever. We just got to leave it. And then you start thinking about your mentality. Like, eh. I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm, I'm maybe okay. You know, like maybe if I check out, you're going to check out when you check out, but I don't really have any regrets. And this has become a royal fucking pain in the ass to do what I want at the level I want because there's too many fucking dumb slow people. I mean, everything, not to get old hat again, but everything but for, with the goddamn Somalis driving five miles an hour under the speed limit in the left lane with the soccer moms and, and the, the soy boys. Uh, to the you know having idiots and morons say, "Well, here's some postage, mail it back." It's like fucking hell. After a while, it's just it's too tiring, it's too stressing, and, and you almost are going to be forced to go like basic guaranteed income loafer. Like I'm, I'm really just thinking like I got my Xbox right there. Like, what if I just decided not to work out anymore, just play my video games? Uh, you know, forget building the house in South Dakota, throw that into uh, an average returning uh, uh, mutual fund or something like that. And just, and just, ch- and not even go outside. That's what it is. So uh, even not to keep going on, but you guys ever read, what is it? Frankel, Victor Frankel. Oh, I no. the Spanish dictator. <laughs> no, not, no, not, not. That's Victor Frank, Frank Franco. That's uh Frankel. Victor Frankel is uh he was a survivor of the concentration camps and he wrote like something like the meaning of life or the, the reason to live or whatever. And it's a short book, but the whole point of his book was that as long as you have something to live for that more or less determined, whether you got out of the concentration camp alive, unless they went out and gassed you, shot you directly. uh, You wouldn't start die of starvation. You went, you had a reason to live some kind of light, you know, like a kid, a family, even a business. Yeah. And, and my, my light, is to live in South Dakota. And now, you know, even at that end, because I'm dependent on what? If I want to build a house, what am I dependent upon? Well, you're dependent on lazy or, you know, corrupt uh, contractors. Or? Well, I'm, I'm, de- I'm dependent upon people and no one yeah. gets back to you. And now you're starting to just like, it's just like, you know, maybe that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Well, I'm like, you know, I don't have that anymore. Or I've kind of like thrown that into the back burner and kind of in my own mind, I've maybe accepted that house is not going to be built, you know. It is. Well, well, well okay, but just I'm just saying, like, I've I've put that way on the back burner, almost entertaining the fact this is not going to. And it's like if that's going to be that hard in South Dakota, just to get a damn house built, you know what? Where does it end? Where do you get to the epiphany? I'm not saying we get to the land of Canaan. I'm not saying we get to this nirvana where everything's perfect. But Jesus fucking Christ, can we get to like some 1980s standard of efficiency, uh, human response time? And apparently we can't. We just can't. The, with the, the quality and caliber of humans have degraded so low, uh, so quickly that you're just not going to be able to function as a, a normal or even high functioning adult. You're just going to be damned to be working at the normie conforming inferior level, no matter what you want, no matter because you have to interact with them. You have to deal with these people. And so now I'm kind of like, that's just going to piss me off. I'm going to get angry like I do every day. Uh, and now I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, if, if it turns out to be the cancer and inoperable, you know, well, you know, there's a couple other books I would have liked to write, but yeah, it, it, not to be that dark. And yes, I guess I would prefer to live. And I say this all brave now, if I actually get it delivered, you know, oh yeah, you do have stage four cancer. We'll, we'll see how brave I am then. 
but there's a piece of me again, not, I'm not advocating suicide, and, uh, but it's kind of like, well, fucking H hell Christ. You know, if it's going to be this every fucking day, I mean, we're slowly decaying into like a second world, almost communist. There was a movie. Um, it was a weird one in the late nineties, early aughts. And it was about the, not the Baltics, the Balkans, Yugoslavia, uh, getting out of communism. And I think that the father ended up shooting himself because his entire life, he was just trying to get this to work and that to work just to get by, just to get food. And I think the toilet didn't work. And that was it. That broke the straw. Like he's like, I'm, I'm not even a man that has the dignity anymore to have a toilet that works. I think it just blows his brains out or something like that. It was an obscure um, movie. But not that, again, not suicide, not saying that. But God almighty, you know, if, if this is the trajectory and this is the type of people we got to deal. I mean, I guess we could move what? Hong Kong, Singapore, they got hustle. Atham, you're in Taipei. Do they got hustle in Taipei? Yeah, they do. I mean, like they're not lying around doing nothing. You just got to learn what Mandarin. Yeah, easy peasy. Oh, is that- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, piece of cake. Oh, you're Mandarin coming along there, Atham. Um, I forgot most of it now. No, uh, I, I still remember a lot of it. Just that if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still I remember can- a lot. No. Anyway, can- so that's that's the happy mood I'm in. That's the observation I had. Where. You know, I could totally see where guys who are like in their seventies are like, "Yep, tap me out anytime. I'm done." Uh, now I'm not there yet, but by God, it's it's like it is. It's the it's not even the death by a thousand cuts. It's death by a thousand mosquito bites. It really it's it's really getting to that point. Larry, you probably <laughs> need more of this. Yeah, yeah, I can't have, it. dude. The co- the uh, cigars and coffee make that pain come back. The good news, oh, I will really? say the good yeah. news. The good news is that when I was getting pissed off, I woke up this morning, everything was fine. When I started getting pissed off, the pain came back. And it's mm. so it could probably be an ulcer or something or something stress related. Yeah, I think jumping to conclusions about it being stage four cancer, uh, you know. Well, it, it could be. I'm, I'm not saying it is. And there's maybe a small chance of that. But I had a buddy. She just woke up one day. I didn't feel right. Went to the hospital. Stage four stomach cancer. Ooh. Yeah. How are you guys doing? That's how my perky fucking happy day is going. Hmm. Uh, well, I don't know. Not so happy right now, but uh, still doing doing good. What's wrong? I, I thought you were like losing weight. Are you drinking wine or what? Yeah, what is oh, that? Yeah. Is that coffee or wine? Oh, what, yeah. What time is what it time? over there? Well, it's, it's your nighttime, isn't it, Atham? Yeah, it's 10 in the morning. Yeah, but you go to bed at what, noon? I don't go to bed. <laughs> when do you sleep? Like, what do you just fit it in here and there? Yeah. Whenever okay. I can, I disconnect. Okay. All right. When's the last time you woke up? Uh, about, <laughs> I don't know. Nine hours ago, maybe. Oh, wow. That's not bad. Yeah. Wake up at 1 a.m. or so. Not bad. Oh. Yeah, I manage. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, just, just going through some. You know, problems uh, caused by dames. Oh, yes. Let's just say that. <laughs> You've told us about some of these, I think. Well, I think Larry doesn't know what happened. You you know. I know. Yeah, yeah, but do we want the whole world to know, or can you give us nah. an abbreviation? No. no. Okay. No. All right. We'll, 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 uh, yeah. we'll yeah. go on. Yeah. Let's just say that that's just uh, occupational hazards. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. It was Very bound cool. to happen. 
good. I'll have to go through the 60 fucking messages that were left on Facebook when I dared not keep up with it for two hours. Went oh, for yeah. <laughs> I went for a motorcycle ride. We went, me and the GF went to dinner, and I pull out the phone, and I look, and there's like 60 messages. I'm like, fucking Atham and Elkins, what the hell? Yeah, we have stuff to discuss sometimes. Yeah. I was telling you about my fucking disgrace. That's, not, that's it. Well, did you solve the problem? Are you in danger anymore, or is everything uh, back to normal? No. No, yeah. no. The, the client has been liquidated. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're, uh, you're safe and all that. What's going on in Elkins' world? So I got through that September 15th slash 16th deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I got to tell you, I know you get like you. you <laughs> I'm so happy. Atham, here's what's great. Atham's younger than both of us, and he's the wisest out of all of us because he's all chilled and relaxed, and you and I are just constantly pissed. This is great. This is great. Well, this is, I think you would agree with this. Maybe not because you were talking about your work experiences. I swear, before I started my own business, I didn't despise the average human being as much as I do now. Like, kind of mm-hmm. like what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I never, I'm just like, okay, you know, some good or some bad or whatever. Now my default is that everybody is a, is a fuck up the, the way this is going. It is so bad. See, now, have you gotten to the point where you start seeing quote unquote non-leftists? I don't mean you know, conservative or libertarian. You don't have to, but you just see non-leftists and they're fucking up too. Yeah. 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 That's particularly devastating to me because you think like, oh, these are the people that are going to work and have their act together. And then you find out they're just as fucked up as everybody else. On top of that, hypocritical because they claim to be for this ideology about individualism and hard work and self. So, and then they, so in that regard, they're actually worse than the left, I'd say. That is where you just like, I'm I'm thrown in the towel. I'm done. Or when I see like little kids being raised up to be little shits or not being raised at all, like the future generation, every possible source of, I don't want to say saving Western civilization, but kind of that, just, just having a functioning society that's tolerable, fucking enjoyable. I'm just settling for tolerable now. The kids aren't being brought up right. Uh, even your conservative, libertarian, non-leftists—they're just a bunch of parasites as well. And now you get to see where the you know the the bowels of the Titanic or how the sausage is made. And yeah, of course you're going to hate people. I I totally understand. Very. I, wait, wait, wait. If if that problem has no solution, you don't worry about it. If it has solution, you, wor- you don't worry about it either. You know. Right. Just don't worry about it, man. Be like the, the, those people in the Titanic that were dancing and singing. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we're gonna die anyway. Whatever, I'll have a good time while I can. Yeah. I I just would like to see more. I get this is gonna be a get off my lawn comment. Like the res- the personal responsibility and accountability that I've been quote dealing with for the past couple of weeks. I don't know what's wrong with people sometimes. You know that it's like how can you how can you not even keep any type of records of your business expenses and just feed me bullshit? You know, out of the sky numbers. Well, I think, it's, I think it's more incompetence than lazy, despite me trying to explain it to him. Or maybe it's a combination of both. I, well, <laughs> I think well, with my experience with the original contractor I had, where no one was giving me a total number as to what the house would go, because once again, in order to buy the house, I need to get approval from the bank. You, it is incompetence, but it's it's bordering a not even a mental illness, but like you actually have brain damage, and then on top of it, it's lazy. What's that? It's a random number from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, I Should I answer? From, 
Yeah, answer. Let's see what's going on. Okay. It's an X. Hello, this is Chad Elkins. Or if it's his buddy from the Edina. Yes, so I'm. we're actually past the September 15th filing deadline for S-Corporations, so it's too late for you to file that. <laughs> no, I mean, the thing is we can file it, but you're, it's still going to be considered late, so there's no rush to do it today. <laughs> you're fucked anyway, pretty much. Oh, my God. We couldn't have timed this better. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Send me an email. Um, it's, it's on my website. Or just shoot me an email, chad at elkincpa.com, and I'll take a look at this. But I, there's no way you can be timely with it now. Okay. All right. Take care. Oh, here we go. We did put his earplugs mm-hmm. back in. Hey, did you guys hear any of that? <laughs> yes. Yep. That was the funniest shit ever, man. You were just talking about it. <laughs> you didn't pay. You didn't like have someone set it up to call in, did you? No, no. <laughs> and he's from Minneapolis, dude. I know That's the Minneapolis number. <laughs> oh my god! You see, perfect. I'm glad you got to see that. <laughs> do, do you see this type of shit? I thought it was going to be like a spam caller, but it, it's it's exactly what you were talking about. Your your conversation got interrupted by that phone call to highlight exactly what your conversation was about. I don't know if you could hear me, but I was like, dude, you're late. You're late. Yeah. He's like, well, can I still come by and get this? I'm like, it doesn't matter whether you come by today or three months from now. You're late. That's it. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck my life, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I know- see... Here, here's the question. You got it. By all means, we got great lives. But can you be happy just suddenly? Because look, what you have now is better than what you had before. Because we don't have any bosses. Yeah, for sure. But but now that you got to you get to look at the into the the abyss and it looks back at you. Like, I'm wondering, you know, how long I could see where therapists start to lose it after a bit because all they have is their clients' problems. I mean, you you really got to work hard. And putting a wall between letting their lives start to affect your uh, your mentality. Nah, I think psychologists never had it to begin with. They they didn't lose it. They never had it. They're pretty fucked up. Yeah, right. They were fucked up to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, people like Chad, where you got to deal with people's lives, their personal and or the consequences of the personal decisions. They're coming up to you because they <laughs> he waited the very day after, right? But do you see how this like picks at my soul? You know, it's one thing right. if this happens every now and then. I get emails like that all the fucking time. And it's an emergency. I got to drop what I'm doing to help these people out, according right. to them. Well, see, that's where, it, you know, and I'm failing miserably at it. But the stoicism, you don't control it. Like, you really, you really have to put that wall there. You can't let it bother you. I mean, I've, I've gotten really good with the block text. My way yeah. of dealing with it is sending it to you and getting you pissed off. Did I sound the, angry uh, on the phone there? Did I sound normal? No, no, you sounded fine. Sound normal. Okay. Sound very professional. I don't know. At how you the, what you know? What you should just set up a, a consultancy or a website or something and talk about stoicism because you haven't mastered, man. Like nothing phases you. I need help with that. Um. Yeah. MellowMexican dot com or what? You have to touch rock bottom, pretty much. Uh-huh. Then, then you don't give a fuck anymore, and everything that comes in is, is just a plus. One, one sec, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Another call. Oh God, please. Hang on. It might be another call. Yeah. 
Maybe it's an X. Uh, oh, Marcus, that's not a differential equation. That's so just an integral. I can see the big S on the left side. Yeah. yeah How much fine. calculus you got left to do, man? Just one more. The one what I'm is right it, now. Calc 3? What are you at? Yeah, I'm taking Calc 3 and differential equations at the same time. And then how much is like actual chemistry now? Uh, like pure chemistry, there's only a couple left. And uh, it's all chemical engineering uh, courses after that, pretty much. Guys, I'm sorry. I need to step out just for a couple minutes. I'll be right back. Okay? Oh, that's right. fine. Go ahead. Good luck. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> so what, are you, you're a junior or senior about now or what? Uh, wait, senior. Yeah, about to be a senior. Okay, so the, the, the light is at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I can see it now, man. Oh, God. Yeah, That's got to be good. what it was, another year, two years? A couple of years. Okay. Yeah, the problem is I was taking, a, you know, one or two classes at a time, you know, and right now I'm at the moment where I am speeding, speeding it up, the acceleration is increasing. So mm. now I went full-time because now I have this full-time gig at night, you know. And you can handle both? You're not wearing out? Well, we'll see how it goes this semester, and you know, I'll, I'll let you know in, in, in three months. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a test drive. No, I remember full-time school and full-time work, and that was not fun. I just – I can only imagine the classes are not exactly your patty cake classes you take your freshman year. No. No. <laughs> you know, after the, after the first week was done, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is some grim shit I got myself into. Well, you're not you're not at risk of like flunking out of them because I've seen people do that where they take more than and then they flunk and then they shouldn't have even bothered in the first place. I mean, I presume you can drop a class or two if you if you need to, right? Yeah, I could still do that, but I, I'm not gonna. Okay. I, I I think I can I can get them all done. No. Well, and now Maybe that you I mean, don't have now you have less women problems, you have the time to actually uh, dedicate yourself to your profession. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man, I gotta tell. I'll tell you later. But yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I wish I could like catch up with like, but I can't go through 60 texts. I just do not have the time. Yeah, um, let, well, let's just say that once you get enough experience, you start seeing things coming before they happen. Yeah. And when they happen, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I was expecting that. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. it's so sad too, because you're, you're of the age, I'm of the age, like nothing, you don't get, see old guys and by old, I mean, guys over 30, you don't get your heart broken. You don't get let down. You're it's like, oh, she stood you up. Oh, she's crazy. Oh, this, mm. oh, that. Oh, she, she had a boyfriend or she had a husband <laughs> the entire time. It, I mean, did I ever tell you the story about the gal that I, I dated for three months and then, and she didn't tell me she had a husband that entire time. Oh yeah. You, you've mentioned that before. Yeah. You know? I, I'm, I've, and, okay. I've, that has never happened to me. You know, I've always been the, the, the side guy. Yeah. Yeah, most of the times I've been the side guy, so um, I you knew it. Know... Yes, yeah, mm. I've, yeah, I've always known it. Um, well, the thing is that since you, you know, I've always been the side guy, so I, I know how they behave when they're cheating, right, or when they're mm -hmm. hiding something, right? So I started seeing these signs and this other one, you know, the, uh -huh. the redhead. I was like, hmm, I see what you're doing there. You know, it's like obviously I didn't ask anything because you know it's not my right, right? I'm just a just a boy toy, pretty much. Right. Yeah. But then, yeah. My re <laughs> Okay. Short story. Long story short, she was banging another guy. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> Dude, I don't do want. You, uh, yeah. Do you know what percentage women have herpes now? Genital herpes? Yeah. So that's, yeah. She was, she was pissed because she was like, so you can, 
so you can fuck around, but I can't. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's not fair. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's, yeah, not. no it's not. No, it's not. It's but not. that's the way it's it is. Yeah. 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 It's double standard. And I don't care. Yeah. He's like, it's like, yeah. no, you know what? We are done. That's yeah. it. And he just walked away. There you go. Just walked away. Yeah. She there are. She got all pissed because I walked away. But you know what? That, this is the way it is. It is I... it's my rules. You fall in line. Get the fuck out. Right. Mm. There are only a handful of times. I wish there were many more where in my young naivete, I would have just laid down the law like I had in other instances. And those are those are good, precious victories where you're like, nope, get out of here. You're mm -hmm. done. You're gone. Never regretted one of them. Mm -hmm. Like all these guys are like, oh, should I break up with my girlfriend? And I can understand <clears throat> sometimes it'll be like, oh, we're, you know, we're going to different colleges or this or that. I mean, it's it's something, but oh, she cheated on me or something egregious. Or that, that, that. And it's like, no. Tell her to hit the road and not once, not once. If it was a gal that was cheating on me or she was just a Kuanta haha or what, mm -hmm. once I told him to hit the road, never. And one of my prouder and finer moments, I might add, those, those usually rank yeah. up there. Like telling a boss to fuck off. Like when you quit at your job. Oh yeah. I've done oh, it. Yeah. yeah. I've, I, I've walked, you know, not only on ladies, also on, on bosses, you know, this is the best feeling ever. Mm -hmm. you know, Cause they don't expect it. You know, they're, they're used to people kissing their asses. Mm. You know, either bosses or pretty ladies, you know, like this one. She also told me, Oh, no one has ever told me to fuck off. I was like, Right. Oh, Maybe the first one. There you go. Fuck off. Well, and that's <laughs> when your tires get slashed. No, I've I've had it. Chad's ex was she's, uh she, she's gone, so I don't have to worry about that now. Right, right. But yeah. just just that there's for the guys listening out there, because this is the older brother podcast, there are right. a lot of gals that if they're pretty enough, they've never been dumped. They've always been doing mm -hmm. the dumping. And right. then if you're the first one to dump them. I mean, mm -hmm. you could punch them right in their gut, and no one would come anywhere near as, as much as hurt. No, them. they will always remember you, and not in a they, good way. <laughs> well, or they'll slash your tires, or they'll try and entrap you on some fake uh, rape mm. charge. Or I mean, you got to be real careful because there was two gals that I broke up with, and uh, one started slashing my tires, the other one just went up and punched me. And mm. uh, these gals do not like it. Sounds like my ex-wife. Why you? No one had ever been dumped by. Uh, no one ever dumped her before. No. Well, she was pretty green, but she was she was fucked up in the head, man. Yeah. No. She. Uh, yeah. There was like physical violence in there. Not by my. Not for me. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No. There's. Yeah. She was only pretty, a handful. She was, nuts. she was nuts. Only a handful of things. You're not gonna punch me. There's no physical violence. You're not gonna bang other guys. That's that's about it. That's about it. Right. <sighs> yeah. Beautiful women, man. I love them. <laughs> hey, you got the setup. If they're already married, you kind of do have the setup. And if you if you can identify that early on without letting, like, you could still play dumb. You can like, well, I didn't know. Then you got the per because she's not gonna fucking leave her husband. She's not gonna chase right, after. No. Yeah. Oh, you no. got it set. Well, the, that's why I was worried about with this one because I told her, do not break up with your boyfriend. We're just, and you know what she did, right? She went ahead and. Broke, broke up, up with, with her him. boyfriend. I was like, right. Fuck. <laughs> but she's gone now, so it's it's all good. Oh. But of well, course, we... you normally hmm. don't have that advantage. You know, normally they stay in your town, so that's why you have to be really fucking careful. Oh, I, I was that's, sitting there thinking. That's a good thing about this area, man. Uh, I mean, uh, we have a lot of uh, for uh, you know people from the outside that coming to 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 work for a summer or winter, and then they leave. 
Oh yeah, the transient yeah. community is great. Yeah, tourist right. spots are wonderful. But I mean, people from outside. But by that I mean pe people from other countries. Hmm. You know, they do the the uh, work visa thing, and they come for a little bit, and they leave, and it's all good. You know, then you can you have more leeway. You know, with with risk. Oh, dude! It if there's a built-in expiration date, mm -hmm. like they're catching a flight, like leaving Canada. Let's just say, well, right. you just want to. They're leaving. You don't have to worry yeah. about it. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's you, you, we talked on the phone. You told me the risks, you know, which I had already thought about, you know. But well, she was leaving anyway, so why not? You know. We're just studying your uh, techniques, there, Chad. Where you <laughs> going overseas? Well, going to Canada? <laughs> inter international man of of gigoloness. Yes. <laughs> well, you know how. Some things turn out when you do yeah, that. Yeah, they all turn out for shit. Man. That dating, <laughs> that dating idea, that dating site just turned out to absolute shit. Though. I, I do like the idea in in theory. I'll say that. Yeah, it's, I, mean. I hate to sound so to simplify it, but Occam's Razor—they're pretty much all insane. They, yes. they, they really. I mean, it's you're not gonna. I was. You guys ever watch the Andy Griffith show? No, I haven't. I've seen it before. You know, they got reruns on MeTV. Yeah, I, I'm really starting to appreciate it more and more. Like when I was a little kid, you, just, you don't know what's going on. But it is very well done. It's very cute. It's very clever. It's pretty funny. But one thing that stood out to me is I know it's I know it's television, but it's not. it can't be too far from the mark is the way how the women of Mayberry behave. Mm -hmm. Like Aunt B is always taking care of the boys and the men. Like I've made you supper. She'll bring a picnic basket to the guys at the sheriff's office. Um, the women are always very nice. Uh, they're not necessarily doting, but they're just pleasant and kind. And there's the concept of, well, we should kind of make these guys happy a little bit because they're poor boys and they work real hard. And, you know, of course, Barney Fife, he's always like, well, it's really dangerous out there. And he always plays it up to get more pity and sympathy. But, the women were there helping the guys. They were like, what can we do to help you? How can, can Aunt B make you food? Oh, OB, go brush your teeth. Andy, let me help you out. Oh, well, there's a cute girl. Oh, I really like him. He's in it. And I don't want to be a, was they had a gal who played a, a skeet shooter. She's like, well, this, he actually treated me like a woman and I liked it. Hmm. And you look at it and you're like, wow, this is great. And then you're like, holy shit. Was it really like that? Like, were they reliable and responsible? And they were. Yeah. They were. Now, fuck. It's even the, again, what did I say? Even the conservative ones. You want to talk about what's really debilitating is when you find out the non-leftist ones are just as batty and loopy as, as the leftist ones. Yeah. Yep. I mean, in my case, at least they're open to me correcting their behavior. But, you know, doesn't always I, work. I don't even know. I That's why I had to give up on the – I think I've – I set up – I have one good successful setup. Um, and even they didn't end up getting married. But now the, but they, they parted amicably and they're still friends. So that's good. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at – I just look at, you know, these the guys. I'm like, yeah, I got a bunch of guys. And I look at the gals. I'm like, I don't know any gals that are in shape, good looking – and don't have some like kind of major deal breaking flaw. So even the conservative gals, I'm like, no, you're too fat. Well, okay, I'll go and lose weight. And then like a year and a half later, well, you didn't lose the weight. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Guess what the average woman weighs in America now? Actually, 60 one, pounds. One yeah, yeah. I saw pounds. maybe one of you linked that. Um, yep. But, yeah. It was, 
uh, as much as the average was, man weighed in 1960? It was Jesse Price, I think. I saw it from from her. Yeah. Yep. That's, oh, that's horrible. It's so horrible. Which is crazy because I weighed 171 pounds right now. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously weigh less than the average woman here. Holy so. crap. Man. I know. Oh, yeah. By the way, I lost almost 40 pounds now. Really? Yeah. Wow. Do you have to worry about getting too thin or what? Nope. Uh, just one more week and then that's it. Then I'm going to start bulking up. Okay. So what's the idea? You get rid of the fat, then you add, you add uh, muscle? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the fat is, um, what is it? It increases your estrogen or something like that the trainer said oh no he just tells me what to do and i just follow the instructions <laughs> to the team <laughs> it's working dude you're looking not no homo but you're looking good thank you oh. and i've seen the difference too you know uh, you know from the ladies so well of know. course now they're there's all there's, there's the, the how do i get the girls crowd lose weight go to the gym yeah, just but no one, look, do that first and then ask how do you get the girls yeah, but they don't want they they want the easy way. They want how do I get the girls and yeah, they want the I, cheat codes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and all it is. It, I, I was gonna do a video. Might as well do it now. But there are these guys with a void in their life. They have nothing going on. <clears throat> they might have a job or a career, but they don't have a soul or a core. I'm not saying they're zombies or Dracula, but they just have no agency or value beyond making money. And they think that getting a girl is going to fill that void, mm. which is worse. no, it's well, but hang on. Here's it, it, nothing good comes of this, this no. idea mm. strategy. One, you start viewing women as objects and you become really possessive. If you're lucky enough to get one, <clears throat> because if she goes away, then you have no value. Yeah. You have a scarcity mindset. Yeah. yeah scarcity mindset. Mm. But it's also like your entire value is dependent upon this girl, so you obsess about it. And and one hundred percent of the time, a hundred percent guaranteed rate of return or guarantee, you will drive her away because she will. If she doesn't sense it, most women can sense men who are desperate and have a void, and they're trying to fill that. Void and that's the thing. If she doesn't sense it, then what kind of girl is that? Then you know. Well, She's maybe naive. You. Right, could be bad, bad <laughs> yeah. as well. But inevitably, they're going to figure it out. You're going to drive them away. And all these guys, they, it's like, guys, you can't put the women first. You can't have your life have meaning through some other person. You got to lift weights for your own physical sake. You have to have some kind of philosophy or ideology, or I'd even say religion. You have to have some kind of purpose. You have to have a career. You have to have some hobbies. You have to have some fun. And truly, quite literally, girls don't even factor into it. Like, if a girl comes along, you're like, or not, you're like, that's okay. I got shit to do. Yeah. And no one wants to make that journey. No one wants to be like Adam Piggott and go from also almost, you know, have he 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 almost actually did die. Uh, and going through the trials and tribulations and going on the adventure. And I mean, you think Adam Piggott wakes up and a girl turns him down on a date, he's all distraught. Mm-hmm. He's just like, Okay, no. I got other shit going. He probably doesn't even ask girls out of it. He's like, I got too much other shit. You gotta get to that point, guys. Right. Yeah. And coming up to me like, well, I'm not good with talking. Or I'm not good. I'm good with the front game and not the back game. And almost always I say, what do you do? What's going on? Send me a picture. It's like, duh, you got yeah. nothing. You have nothing right. else in your life. You're an ugly fuck. <laughs> yeah, or not even, you could be an ugly fuck and an overweight fuck. And that very commonly is the case. But usually there's just, you know, they're nobodies. They're an empty, they're a blank slate. I pretty much like, 
if I'm going to look for somebody to date or go out with, you would not believe how picky I've become just in the last like week or two, because my life I feel is pretty good even without it. So Mm -hmm. you got to really be pretty amazing for me to start wasting my time, you know, wasting my time on that. Well, there's an opportunity cost. Like if a guy doesn't have shit going on, there's no opportunity cost. That's why an 18 year old, he's desperate. He'll do yeah anything because there's no for us. Atham's going to school. He's got work and he's got to drink his wine and smoke his pipes and then cave his caves. <clears throat> you, oh, yeah. I don't know. You do some kind of accounting thing or I guess you're busy <laughs> or something occasionally. Well, I got getting shit. into sailing, running groups and stuff. I don't need. Yeah. Yeah. So if it doesn't pan out, you forfeited sailing, making $300. There's yeah. an actual cost attached to our time exactly. being malinvested in a girl who's going to flake out whatever, be drama and all that. Right. But th- that's that's the point you guys have to get to. I'm not saying you got to make $100 an hour, but you got to get to the point where where it's like, no, I have shit going on. Even to the point you're like, eh, maybe. And like, nah. You, you can reschedule with a girl. Like something better comes up that doesn't involve another girl. And you're like, I'd rather go to this concert or I'm just tired and don't feel like going out. And you can po- reschedule with a girl. That's the point. You've made it. Because you have a, you no longer have a void. You have a core, and it doesn't. It's not contingent, one hundred percent addicted to and dependent upon a girl. Yeah, in other words, ladies have to be the icing on the cake, the side dish, the side yeah. dish to the main meal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or the dessert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. dessert. I like that. She's the sweetest, the night, the thing you look forward to, but it's not what you need for life. Right. At least for me, it took kind of a while to get to that point. For what it's worth. Well, you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wasn't Casanova at 14, you know. I uh, I may have been awkward, may have been a little bit awkward and not that good with the ladies. Yeah. Well, you guys want to do some super chats here? We Yeah, we got a bunch. Um, All right, Chad, why don't you go ahead and take it away? Do you still have that? Ab- consulting. Well, can you do that wrench thing where you hit it and it shows the question? I can just read it. Oh, yeah. Let's go through that. Hang on. Let's go nonstop Dre. Is that the first one? Yeah. Nonstop Dre for $1.99 says, morning, gents. Well, good morning to you, although it's 1248 p.m. here. So, (laughs) (laughs) Take the morning here. Bacon Maldito. Oh, I love this. For $2.23. Where is Echo Clary's Fantasy Sports Ball League? There's two funny things about that question. Uh, yes, Clary's <laughs> Fantasy Sports Ball League. Uh, I'm cheering on the Jewish Javelins. They're a javelin fl- uh, throwing team in Israel with my tribe. Um, and where uh, where is it? They're, they're in Tel Aviv. Uh, and uh, they're doing well, well, well. <laughs> do you have a jersey with one of their last names yeah herschel shlomo back? right on the back herschel's shlomo. my guy herschel, herschel. shlomo yeah he <laughs> and if you're really fancy you get the the hebrew jersey with his uh hebrew name not the uh greek uh phonetic you read it from right to left <laughs> yes from left to right yes yes right to left uh the bearded nemo nemophilist um five dollars Come in to Cappy Ranting. Going to be a good one. Hey, Cap, when you start writing blog posts or books, how do you get the creative juices flowing? I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, it's a job. It's a freaking, that's why I hate, like, I wake up in the morning, I try and do all my asshole consulting and crap and just to get the blood flowing, and then I go park my ass at, at a library, and hopefully there's no screaming kids or psychotic Japanese guys talking to themselves. 
<laughs> but I mean, um, surely you get inspired by things like going to the post office or dealing with people. That has to make you want to yeah, do it. I get ideas and I write them down. Like I have probably more blog posts than I have life expectancy to write these damn posts. And they take time. But no, it's it's a job. I hate writing. I mean, about the best way to do it is I take some security gigs and I just park my ass down for a 12 or 16 hour shift and bang it out. Mm. Um, and then once you get writing it, it, you know, I used to like have a picture of like a house, you know, in South Dakota or a picture of South Dakota. And now kind of like, oh, if I write this book, I'll have it now that that's kind of like, eh, maybe going to happen. Now I'm just kind of like <sighs> my hatred for the millennials is what's making me write the latest book. <laughs> That'll be a good one. Um, it is. It is. I should send you guys the first chapter and get your opinion. But Ooh, it send out, it. Send it. It came send out it. real good. I Thank want you. to see. Yeah. Uh, Bacon for $2.23 says, ever try converting MP3 to YouTube format? Pain in the ass. Don't you do that? Or, or uh, Yeah, it's it? not that pain. I mean, you get you could do it two ways. There's websites that'll do it. You just pa uh, paste the URL from YouTube there. Um, but you got to worry about spam and it'll open up a bunch of uh, 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 windows. Uh, and the other way to do it is if you use a Firefox Mozilla type browser it can be uh, pale moon as well in the extensions, you add the extension, which would be the far top, right? You add to the extensions, uh, a YouTube downloader. One out of three of them should work. The others just kind of don't. So it's it um it you download the um MP4 so you save the mm. video file and then you take Gold Wave you put it into Gold Wave and say I know that sounds a little bit more complicated but once you do it a couple times it's streamlined pretty good. So you don't use Google Chrome at all? I use Google. I have to use all three. I have to use Explorer because RSS feeds no longer load mm. on either Chrome or Firefox. I use Firefox because they're the only ones with extensions that allow you to download YouTube because Chrome won't let you do that. Right. And I use Chrome to upload SoundCloud videos because now SoundCloud won't let you log in unless you have Chrome. Mm. <laughs> it's just, ah. a, remember, I'm not joking. I, I'm not joking. Every fucking day I have to. And now imagine that gets tiring and you could kind of see, not saying he's cheering on, oh, you got the cancers. Meh. I never have to deal with this shit again. So, all right, um, what else? Uh, for $2.53, bacon, how does Atham get the girls? I can't Atham. get any girls, man. I don't know what you're oh, talking about. Sure, you can. Don't they no. just come up to you? I mean, it's circumstance because you're always working so much. Uh, okay, you try to look as good as you can, which, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> look for kids, man. They, she let you know that she likes you. you know. Just, just pay attention. God damn it! <laughs> but I mean, you meet them by doing the things you're already doing, right? You're not like going no. out of your way. To no, no, I don't have time to go to the nightclubs or other shit. No, I just That's you know, good. Social, social circle game, like they say. You know. It's the best kind, I think. That's my favorite. You know, do do what you like, man. You know, I, I try the going to the nightclub thing and and you know. Staying up until seven in the morning. Uh, just it's not me, man. I don't like uh noisy do venues. You no, know, I, yeah. I did when I was younger just to see what it was like. I hated it, man. Um, I can't see you at a Reno nightclub. No, no, it's just not me. Huh. Yeah, that let you know when you when they like you, and then you know, pay attention to the ones that like you and go for those, you know, if you like them. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty true, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I mean you 
It's Don't easy. Worry about be... the ones you cannot get. She doesn't like you. She doesn't like you. Fuck her. You know, fuck off. You know, this other one who is maybe not as cute but still cute enough. You go for that one. What does Rolo say? Uh, passion or desire cannot be negotiated. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bread. He is. Dude. Okay, guys. Because uh, <clears throat> you pay attention. What the hell happened with this the Anthony Johnson thing? Anthony Dream Johnson. Anthony the Dream. Because I know I, I won't. My, my allegiance is, is. I don't have allegiance. I just adhere to truth and reality and honorable men. So I'm obviously with Rolo and Rich and those guys. But what the fuck? Did Anthony come up with a video or something? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, uh, this was what last week he, he had. He came, this... he came with this video. The... Wait, wait. Well, you know, his he was holding his like cock. This. Oh no, no, he was. No, he he was... was like this. You know, the entire video he wouldn't move. <laughs> like, oh, like I he was being very myself, thoughtful. Like, yeah. like I declare um, myself the president of the yeah, manosphere. Yeah, he was. Fuck off. He was declaring himself the president of the manosphere, and he was just ripping Rolo. Just absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> he. Was he joking about being the president of the Manosphere? I don't no. think this was. He was no, being he serious. It's one of the douchiest things I've ever seen. What um, the fuck is his background? He obviously was he ever an engineer? Had this is was he just a fly? Oh, hey, I got a social following now, and and now I'm a I'm a life coach kind of deal or what? I think he lacks he's, self awareness. He's been doing this kind of stuff since he was seventeen. So seventeen, yeah. So he has nothing else, man. So he has not. Okay, all right. Yeah. So Rolo did this like two hour stream with a bunch of people on Saturday or Sunday morning. I haven't heard anything yeah, about that. Rich um, Cooper was there, and uh, yeah, Rich Jonathan, Jonathan from Modern Life, Modern, Modern Life Dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. And yeah. Ryan, Ryan Stone was there Ryan too. Stone, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what he said on that, but isn't it really embarrassing that these guys are doing that? Like that's very just. It's like. Ugh female behavior I, well no i mean at this point i think you kind of have to clarify things and that's what they did you know i mean the the rollo uh side of things you know that's well, i was talking they, about anthony yeah. oh yeah yeah i mean um i think they saw their numbers flunk and so now they're desperate i think that's what happened i that's that's the impression i got what little scanning i did is he's just trying to create any kind of attention and media attention to get enrolled i'm sure he had to put down some money for whatever convention it was i just don't well, not only that, he, you know, okay, people were expecting people, uh, I mean, uh, guys like uh, Rollo and Rich Cooper and, and Jonathan from MLD to be there. And then they were kicked out. Well, Rich, he bailed out because um, he saw something, you know, he was wise. Yeah. 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 So, so they were like, well, we were, we, we paid 1500 bucks to go see these guys. And now they are not there anymore. So they, they, you know, the ones that used a credit card, they requested a chargeback. You know, yeah. So no, Anthony has like forty k in charge. Forty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah, he was talking. <laughs> what? About that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So now he—that's why he's going haywire. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because <laughs> wait, you mean his his league of extraordinary gentlemen, the 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 B string? They're not going to pull in the numbers. I mean, who they got for speaking at this thing now? They this is the like. Who who they got? Do they have anyone notable? Stefan Molyneux and Mike Cernovich ended up really, actually, which I couldn't believe why they would put themselves in that. This is what happened, I think. Uh, well, and, and Rollo talked about this. They they wanted to rebrand to a political movement, you know. So why don't you say that? Hey, uh, we want to do this now. Fuck off, Rollo. Okay, you know. So, well, I think. This, I mean, what say, what is Stefan Molyneux gonna? What is he gonna talk about when it comes to a red pill? 
He's been the married state for and years. women. So. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got some. He could talk about that just as well. Uh, Cernovich probably could speak a, a handful to it, but I think those two guys those two guys are just too big to have gotten bothered to to pay attention to the drama. I'm surprised yeah. they agreed to do it. Frankly, well, maybe they maybe no. they regret it. I I just well, still people aren't signing up for it. No, I, no, I don't no. know. This is one thing. I mean, of all the petty bullshit in the drama. I mean, I cannot stand that. Why would you shoot yourself in the foot? You know what it was? Pride or ego got in the way. One of the two. Both. Probably both. And you know yeah. what? People who don't have a pride or an ego, they always win those battles. They always win because they have principles and they have a core. They don't have a void. It's no coincidence that the two that you've done streams with were pretty much the first ones to bail from that whole situation. Well, yeah, because I want to have them on because there's more to Rich Cooper than just entrepreneurs and yes. cars. He's yeah. worked before. He's gone down the line. I mean, he and, I, and not to say you have to be a certain age, but he's an older guy, so he has some wisdom. Rolo, Rolo, he's he's worked his own gigs. He played in a band. He's he's done his own thing. These these are the true term is they are seasoned men, right? Who have experiences and thus wisdom. They have yeah. some and if Anthony Johnson, if that's true, that all he's done is pick up game since he was 17, well, shit, you know. He was more of a uh, organizer. That's all he did. And he, he was pretty so was good Obama. at it, I think. But exactly, yeah. A community manager. <laughs> <laughs> this, manage, this community needs managing. I declare myself. You know how you always used to say, like, oh, I hate YouTube drama and all that stuff. And I used to love it because I thought it was so funny. I've actually kind of come around to your way of thinking on this. And I'm like, this isn't worth wasting time like watching or figuring out. It isn't. No. And and then again, and it shows you like, yeah, our team, it's just so debilitating. But I know it sounds petty and small and it was. uh, But even that, I call it the 30 days war between Beckloff and Arini. Well, that was funny. It's funny, but it's like, guys, really? This is the best. This is all you guys got to do with your fucking time, and I and I don't dislike either of them, but you're just kind of like, oh, yeah. I guess I guess I was thrown in with that lot, wasn't I? You know, and and just no, that's why I shoot. That's why I just avoid the the drama. Um, although I do, I do occasionally like goading the burn a little bit every once in a while. It's always fun to goad burn. Although I guess he's gone now too. So, well, um. There's actually the next super chat's kind of funny related to this. Um, okay, hang on, let me find it. Where are we at? Cynic in chief. Bacon Maldito. Hang on, are we down to the? Oh Spur darn the, it! Or... Hang on, let me um, let me refresh. All right, give me a second. I'll be back in a second. Okay. Well, what should you we... on me now, man? Dude, what should we say about him while he's gone? <laughs> he he's an asshole. Uh he he fits the description very well of his business and brand. Uh, yeah. Okay, oh, let me get he's back. back. He's back. Oh, sh- yeah, no, it's just a- sh- <laughs> don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cynic in chief, should I consider? Uh, Cynic in chief. Well, do you see it? It's for five dollars. It's right below Bacon's. Further up. No, I had I had a ref- refresh. Ah, well, for five dollars, Cynic okay. in chief says. This episode of the Older Brother Stream is brought to you by the Beckloff Podcast. At least we pay for our advertisements. Wait, does he not pay for his ad? What? 
I, I'm not sure, but I, anytime I hear about the Beckloff podcast, I think about Steve's jerky. Oh yeah, that's uh. Well, people pay for their sponsorship here. I was Cynic in Chief, right? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, Cynic in Chief. Yeah, he's a good guy. No, well, yeah, he's a caver too. Is he? Yeah, we were talking about caves right here. No in the chat. kid, I didn't know that, dude. That guy is so cool. He's he's the roller coaster well, guy, and, and dude. If you're a caver, you have to be cool. Well, yes, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Just like CPAs. Uh, right. right. <laughs> Gets oh, me late all one? the time. Let me tell you. Um, okay, the next one is from Bacon again. Uh, Five dollars and fifty-six cents. Deal with the same molasses of fucktardry in work, driving, and everyday life. My theory is that the faster you move, the more others get in your way. E equals MC squared. This is yeah. Amazing. Oh, he's he's not far off. I can only imagine what it's like having to be him and driving through Seattle. Because uh, you can listen to it on his podcast at thegoddamnbacon.com, by the way. But yeah, you have you tuned into his show? I have a few times. Yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, he's, he's real cerebral. And angry. And I don't know why I like that show. I have no idea. Just no no clue. But yeah, him driving, it's it's kind of funny. You can hear him just get pissed Wait, off. Wait, he's cerebral and angry? He's nothing like you. No. <laughs> oh, I like it when he gets a bottle of tequila or vodka and goes drinking a park. Yeah. Walks around. <laughs> walks around. <laughs> Those at are night. the ones I've Eleven, yeah. Like at midnight. You know? I'll be I, laying in bed about to sleep and I hear this shit. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'll, be, I I'll be at work. I want to have that Seattle meetup with Nick uh, Bacon. And I would, for once, I'd love to meet um, John Steele. He's in Seattle, right? John Steele. Yeah, he's in Seattle. And um, I know he wants to keep himself anonymous and everything, but I would still just like, and I offered it, but I think it was, he had gone ghost the last time I was out there visiting TJ. But uh, yeah, he was nowhere to be seen. But there's actually a pretty good crew. There's another guy called Aaron. He's a journalist. Um, but yeah, there's a pretty good crew of guys out there in Seattle. So I'll probably have to do a meetup uh, next time I go out there. And then go down to Portland where, where I'm probably going to be. No, <laughs> not going to Portland. Nah, not man. You should to come Portland. to Lake Tahoe. Oh, I am. Hey, Atham. Um, October. Okay. I got to fly out to Vegas. All right. I'm going to drive up uh, to a buddy of mine who lives in Salem. So I'll stop in Reno maybe a couple days. We'll go hiking if there ain't too much snow or something. All right. When in October, go down south and go caving if you want. Yeah, yeah, let's go caving. That might be yeah. an idea. I got, um, I got enough gear for uh, me and three more people. Do you have chaparito gear, like little? Yeah. Okay, good. I do. Well, you have a big head, though, right? I have a huge head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. When in October would you do this? Um, not the first weekend because I'll still be in Philly. Um, but it'll be I don't know one of the later two weekends. It's going to be one weekend. Um. But I'll probably fly to Vegas beforehand for like a week or so just to write. Right. Then when I have time, drive up through Reno, stop in, say hi to Atham. Maybe Seth is around. Um, yeah. Oh, he, he, he gave me a call, and I never returned his call, and I feel bad. Oh. Yeah, I've been busy. Yeah. Well, as productive people are. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. then uh, just shoot up the highway there and get to, to uh, Spokane. But uh, – how about, hey, instead of me going to Portland, how about Mr. and Mrs. Elkins and you come on down to Salem, huh? How about that? We have a tuberculosis-free visit in Salem. <laughs> Salem, Oregon? Yeah. It's just that's, south of Portland. No, that's very close to Portland, actually. Yeah. That's so I don't want to go to Portland. Here. I'd probably make the trip if I was there. I mean, fuck Portland. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Um. 
Are you not? Are you still able to click on our comments here and display? No, them, I've been trying just... to screw. That's why I logged in and logged out, and it didn't reload. Is it stuck or something? Or? I don't know if it's stuck. No. Um, Go to the next one that says WF Jacoby for two dollars. See if you I'm, can I'm at twelve thirty three p.m. What's the latest donation you're at? Uh, two dollars from or this is the earliest the one we left off at All WF right. Jacoby for two dollars. What time? Does it have time on Off to here? top right. Dude, oh, I, my, I think I can see them all. Hold on. Let me see. Mine doesn't give the time. I doesn't give you a time? No. 1233. Well, I see the one for $2. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's blue. Do you see the blue? Yeah. There? Yeah, I see it. Yeah, because I have it on my phone. Ta-da. Yeah. On your phone. Well, just, just go ahead. Read through them, and then when we catch up, I'll, I'll start throwing them up. Okay. Double, okay. Uh, WF Jacoby, Clary, are you ready for the boogaloo? The for boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yeah. Hang on. Is this an event that the of the boogaloo? boogaloo? I don't even know what that is. I mean neither. <clears throat> boogaloo. Do you eat it with tortillas or what? No. It's a music genre. Oh. Here's an <laughs> urban dictionary. Oh, Civil War. Am I ready for the boogaloo? Yeah, I'm as ready as anybody. Civil War. Yeah. Boogaloo, me, it, the Urban Dictionary says it's the Civil War. I'm as ready for any. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just go back to Mexico. You guys let me know when you're done with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way the Democrat presidential nominees are talking, like Camelia Harris is like, yeah, I'm, I'm for a forced gun buyback. and We're Peter's coming like, for your guns. You're We're... not. You're not. You're, that, that will start the Civil War, and can, you will can, lose. Can we, can we just accept that Trump is going to win again? Trump 2020. I, I don't think so. I, I just. Uh, you don't think? No, I don't think so. I think he. I think he will win. Everybody they wrong. have is so pathetic on the other side. That but but look at the people. You you just got done telling me how pathetic people are because you've seen inside. You've looked under the hood. You're like, I can't believe how bad people are. You just took a call from somebody who called the day after it was too late, wondering if they can. And and you think that Trump's? Gonna, I mean, he could. He could. I'm not saying it's a you know it's a slam dunk that Trump will lose, but. I, I'm, I'm saying there's 60, 40, 55, 45 chance Trump is going to lose. Well, the reason I feel that way is because, yeah, people are really bad, but I have never seen a bigger <laughs> crop of like idiots and losers and like ugly people than I than that Democrat debate with all the candidates. What do you think most of the population is right now? Ugly losers. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly fat ones. Yeah, I... Well, the Republicans are not that much better, man. Come on. No, they're really not. We're not. But... We got a trillion dollar deficit, right? Yeah. Back to a yeah. trillion dollar deficit. Yeah. I you know, kind of, again, enjoy the decline. I uh if you're yeah. a dork like me, you occasionally go to the Treasury website and look at the balance sheets of all this because we're allowed to see it. Man, that it's just so depressing. It'll I, ruin your day. <laughs> you know what backs up that what does it say? What are they valuing the goodwill value of the US military? Oh geez, I mean Is that, that would, added there. You don't see it, but uh, oh. I mean it's not going to be an equalizer because <laughs> that's oh the amount of debt, dude. I'm aware. I, that's why I don't care. I just try. Could you imagine if I still cared how angry I'd be? Well, you'd certainly have uh, that high blood pressure problem would not be uh, getting improved among other health issues. All right, so. we'll keep on going. What we got? All right, two dollars for Cynic and Chief. Should I consider buying a rental duplex next door? Depends where you are. Yeah, depends where you are. And for his lifestyle, no. 
I mean, if he could like, if he had family that lived in the area and would guarantee they'd watch over or manage it. Well, he, maybe he kind of said where he was. Um, I don't want to say it here, but um, yeah, I will say no. <laughs> okay, yeah, I uh, an expensive place. Uh, no, but I don't know that the situation I, is there that good. I don't know. Okay, he he has enough exposure to. Well, I guess I can play estate. in a private chat, right? You can. You yeah, yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I mean, you had that for what fifteen years—a duplex that you were renting out. Hey, check Me? Private yeah, you. Oh, I had twenty years. Or I bought my first years. place at well, twenty-four. Uh, assuming, assuming he leaves where he caves, you know. Oh, I, I see what you wrote. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know, I, don't I don't know anything about that area, frankly. I know there's a lot of caves there. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, if he already has a house, no. I wouldn't get more exposure unless he had a really great deal. I mean, there's too many ifs with rental property, way too many ifs. It could be a great deal. He could have like the perfect setup where like he rents to his brother or whatever. Right. Or but, to a body. Like, you know, yeah, I don't know. I have to take a look at it. I'm, I, I can't tell you for one without more information than two, not, certainly not more than for two bucks. I'd say do it under the table so you don't have depreciation recapture, but oh, yeah, it's just me. <laughs> You're going to learn all about that. Um, uh, all right. Bacon for $5.56. People that inherently are sought after for something they more or less have to work for. In other words, women bosses, they're used to subservience. Um, People that are inherently sought after. All bosses bosses are used to that. I guess women more than men, but yeah. I haven't had a boss in so long, I don't even know. Um, It's, It's basically who has what is more valuable. Uh, with women, pussy's more valuable than dick. Bosses' right. jobs <laughs> yeah. are more valuable than employees. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it, there's more employee, there's more potential, there's more workers than there are jobs, and so that's how it works. What I love seeing though is in a tight labor market like we have today. I mean, what's unemployment is? Is it still in the threes or the low fours? I think it's pretty good. Yeah, um, it, it's tight. You're, I mean, you're the econ- economist here, Clary. Well, I was. No one paid me to look at the unemployment rate. But <laughs> when it, once you get below five, then the employees start to get uh, the power. And one thing I love, one of the few things I love about the millennials is they were brought up by the baby boomers to be, you know, spoiled, entitled, quantahahas. And now they're paying back their baby boomer boss. Like, no, I'm not showing up to work. No, I don't want to. And there's such a tight labor market. They, they're desperate to get employees. And they'll mm-hmm. they'll do anything. What will bosses and employers do but this one thing to get more labor, to get more workers and higher quality workers? They're not going to increase the wages. They're not going to pay more. Shit, no. Yeah. We'll, we'll go through 20 bad employees at, with a ton of overhead with HR and filling out the W-9 forms and wasting labor. We'll, before we increase our pay by a dollar in an hour, we'll just hire well, 20 people. Well, just, huh? just- just the immigrant here, but they also go for the cheaper J1s and H2Bs. So, yeah. That too? Shit, they won't say anything. No. I When's see the last it time? all the time. I see it all the time, man. It's When's the like last shit. time you had a boss, dude? It's got to be at least 10 years, right? Me or Atham? You. Oh, I haven't had a boss in 30, what was it, 2012? Uh, only I, seven I, years. Only seven years. Yeah, man, it's been except for those summer gigs I did. I haven't had a boss in like six years, so I, I don't think I can ever have one again, to be honest. No, I, I have, I have many bosses, but they're all cool, man. The ones well, they're all cool asleep while you're working. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't bother me. 
I would have a boss if they let me exclusively work from home, but we all know that you have to be sitting in there. You know, they have to see what you're doing. So I think honestly, I just collect welfare. Before well, I, I like, I would go and interview for jobs, and I'd be like, I'm not talking to HR. I'd sit the boss right down. I'm like, this is a hired gun relationship, all right? I'm not subservient to you. I'll get my job. I mean, I'd be like front direct with them, and I'd be like. I don't care. I'll go on welfare. Now, do you well, want a damn good worker who's going to show up on time and do what you say? Or are you going to give me bullshit and political and all that other crap? We're talking about baby boomer bosses, right? Because mine not are like in, not Gen not Xers and, uh, hold on, two Gen Xers and one millennial. They're cool. Uh, not always, but. Well, mine. Yeah. Mine are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the, I are, think the, the uh, are not cool. I just tell them to fuck off. You know, we'll find some other place. Right. I think the um, the baby boomers are pretty much on the way out. And I think they know they're such a joke. Uh, and they, they're they're openly mocked and ridiculed by younger generation. No one respects them at all. So if I ever did have a baby boomer boss, I'd be like, let me explain something. I don't care if you don't know Excel or don't do the email thing or don't do the technology. You give me any of that bullshit. I'm walking. I'm not even taking the damn job. And when I say I'm working from home, I'm working from home. And I want to get, I mean, I just, because I have no respect for the baby boomers. But most of the bosses I'd imagine have got to be Gen X by now, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would think. Um, Gen X goes from about people who are 40 to about 55 right now. Yeah, uh, about or, that. 40, upper 30s to 55. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, uh, I'd say there's more Gen X bosses than anything else right now. Right, right. Yeah. Except for the boomers that are just clinging on because they didn't save enough for retirement. <laughs> Man. Um, what's the next one here? Ah, oh, it's uh, Clary's buddy Ray John. Um, two dollars Canadian. <laughs> what's that? A dollar twenty-five? About um, yeah, dollar fifty. Seventy-five cents. <laughs> he's well. You see it on the screen there. I'm going to Vegas to seek a hooker. No, Ray John is probably a male hooker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he asked some pretty interesting questions in the past. So. What do we know about Vegas and prostitution, gentlemen? Illegal. Yeah, it's you illegal. can't actually do it. You have to go to, to Carson, Carson City. City. You idiot! You have yeah. to get out of Clark County. Carson City is it legal? Carson, you could go outside of Clark County. Outside, right outside of Carson City. Where's the cat house? Do you guys know the cat? Right outside of Carson City. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know. I watched that show before too. I was. Mm-hmm. Um... Maybe we should go there just for shits and giggles one time. If I'll I visit, there. I'm going to yeah. want you to get me to take us there. Check it we'll, out. We'll go. We'll go. I'll take you guys. Don't they kind of? Well, aren't they kind of pissed off if you go there just, uh, 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 and look like you know? Shouldn't you go and actually be there on business? Or let me see how that works. And I'm not ruling that option out. No, I'm yeah, I'm single. Man, um, whatever. One in four women have herpes, guys. One in four. HK. How much are Hong Kong dollars worth? They used to be eight to one. Eight to one. I, but that was in the 90s. Hang on. Because uh, that's what our next one is. Hang on. <clears throat> yeah, 13 cents. Uh, well, so for 25 Hong Kong dollars, that's like three bucks something. Three bucks, okay. Three, three, more than three dollars. Um, Where are you? Uh, Brian Dean. 25 Hong Kong bucks. See Brian it? Dean. Brian oh yeah, Dean. I see Brian Dean, but not his donation. It's green. <clears throat> I, I don't have it green, Brian Dean. Okay. Well, he asks, what do you think of using tarot cards to get girls? I'm one to tell you the second you see tarot cards, just run, run for the hills. 
But what I think what he's talking about is using tarot cards to get the girls. I mean, any girl that would actually fall for something like that, um, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not going to... Oh, that's 1,500. You're not going to uh, date or stick with these girls. But if it was like a shtick, if it was like, you know, uh, like, hey, I'll read your fortune. Like, remember, guys, they all read your palm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What's my horoscope today? Here it is, 25. This? There. Yeah. Um, Yeah, get girls however you can. Why limit yourself? Um, I would say... Do what works for you, whatever, you know, the horoscope and tarot cards. If you know about that and girls like to talk about it, you know, it has worked for me in the past. Fuck as it, long as it's not it. long term. That's my thing. Yeah. Yes. Just, yeah. We're talking marriage material here. Whatever. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, up. you know, if a gal's an alcoholic or she does drugs, hell yeah. I mean, you'll bang her, but don't, don't marry make her. Sure don't you have, make mm-hmm. sure you have a route of egress <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Actually, that leads us to a pretty good next one from Ray John for five Canadian dollars. He says, I would like to get a vasectomy, but if I meet a great gal, huh? Uh, been meaning to do a video on this because um, I did the research. I just don't have time. Uh, y- you had one, didn't you? Or did you know? Yeah, I did like 13, yeah. 14 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of the best investments of my life. But you got to make damn sure you don't want to have kids, which I absolutely do not. <clears throat> uh, but it's a lot of they'll try and scare you like, oh, this is permanent. Oh, my God. And there's like and you're like, that's the fucking point. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, it's not permanent. There's four ways to get and still extract sperm, even if you have a vasectomy. So you can oh, you undo the one where the... they stick a needle in your testicle. And yes. Then... Yes. Oh, like a direct oh. extract. Right. Yeah. I, I'm just oh. I'm just saying. I'm not oh. saying it's fine. Ah. Yeah. I'm just saying, but for, I mean, well, they're not just going to come in there and stick it in you. They're going to get, they're going to numb you up, you know? Oh, just the idea of it though. I know. I know. My whole point is, is it is, uh, based on my research, uh, near 100% (laughs) chance to extract sperm using one of three or four methods. Um, if you change your mind, don't work, then they'll try something more, uh, horrible. Well, whatever. My point is, people are afraid. What if I change my mind? Larry, those organs are made for penetration, not to be penetrated. Right, right. right. I, I understand. But uh, so there's a, a very good statistical chance that you could get a vasectomy. And if you find the girl, you get it extracted. But what I like most about it is vasectomy. Okay, you could you can complain about sperm jacking and women have all the reproductive rights and abortions. If all men got vasectomies, you know, when they're 16 or 14 or whenever they want to get it, men would completely control and own reproductive rights. Women will be so much nicer overnight. They, and, and it, seriously, it, it, it could, it would be a huge game changer <clears throat> if every man just, you know, girls go on the pill or what's something everybody does at a certain age. Like there's all, we all do something. Um, <clears throat> men sign up for the draft. Every guy at the age of 18 goes and you get a vasectomy for you know a thousand bucks, that's gonna be the best thousand bucks you ever spent. And the scare tactic is you won't, there's a good chance you won't be able to have kids if you change your mind. Bullshit. You can go and get it extracted, do in vitro fertilization, you can have it reversed. There's only a 70% chance or so, somewhere around there, of that actually working. But they make it 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 is 
damn well near a guarantee, not a hundred percent, but a guarantee uh, that you can go and extract sperm and still have kids. Well, and so if we want to play hardball and women are all about their abortion and they got to go sacrifice uh, kids to Moloch um, and we're going <laughs> to bury our stillborns in the backyard. And we're not going to tell anyone we're pregnant Ooh. and they just can't wait <clears throat> um, for abortion and birth control. And they want to have the control. All men have to do is get a vasectomy. Well, and that would be this. You could, you could almost say you could save Western civilization doing it that way. Because we'd have all the power and control. Like, no, we're not having kids until I decide to do it. Well, the, supposedly there's a male birth control pill that's like either almost developed or supposedly going to be developed. But all the feminists and women are trying to make sure it doesn't hit the market. <laughs> oh, we know gee. why. Yeah, we yeah. know why. Because they're hypocrites and frauds. But um, And you could go ahead and take the pill, but the pill's going to have like, you know, vasectomies aren't 100% guarantee either. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, you go in for a vasectomy, you test it, you know, you test it. Once every three months, you test it once every six months, then you test it once a year. You would really cut. Look, I mean, think about what the consequences would be. Single motherhood would drop. Not overnight and not to zero, but it would drop. You'd only basically have people getting married who had kids and then they got divorced. You know, they had intent, good intent. There wouldn't be, oops, there'd be no more accidental pregnancies. <laughs> Women would finally shut the fuck up about abortion. And I'm like, go. Oh, I mean, I'm pro, I'm not pro choice. I am pro abortion. <laughs> if you're the type Larry, of a woman that actually, am, hang on, let me finish. What? I am pro death. That's what <laughs> Pro death? No, let's just call it what it is. Pro death. Yeah. I'm, I'm pro avoiding pain. If you're going to be the type of person that would abort your child, and it's an inconvenience to you. That kid never had a shot to begin with. I'd have a murderous, a miserable life. Uh, but it would. It, we wouldn't have to hear about abortion anymore. It would give all the men the control. And we could say, oh, wait, you want us to give up our reproduction? It would shine a, 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 a light in the hypocrisy. Like, wait, I thought reproductive control and choice was great. I choose to have a vasectomy. Now, fuck off. And then, and that would be it. That would be the end all. That would be the final arbiter of the breeding reproductive rights debate. It's like, oh, you want me? it? What it would do is basically, in terms of the marketplace, it would almost put sperm on par of value with eggs, because men could actually control how much we're quote releasing into the market. So right. the default is that there is no pregnancy, and you have to opt in. I kind of like that. It's like I have to willingly have someone stick a syringe in my balls to suck out some sperm, <laughs> and I'll know if that's <laughs> happening. I'll know if there's none of this like, oh, I oh, grabbed God, it out God. of the condom. Or, Oops, I forgot to take the pill. I just must have, oh, one got through. No more hockey. No more hockey metaphors. Nope. I, a sh syringe has to be shoved into my testes before you have a kid. And I'll damn well know it. And then and it'd be a game changer. It'd be a game changer. No more slipping one past the goalie. No one slipping. Uh. Nope. Mm -mm. No and here's the other thing. That's not my kid. No, that's not my kid. I know it's not my kid because a syringe, once again, has not been stuck into my balls. Shooting right. blanks. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, after this one, we're totally caught up. Uh, really? Me Mellow Man 0001 for $5 Canadian. Thoughts on Tulsi Gabbard. Also, here's some shekels for you Gen Xers. Well, thank you. Uh, clear she's, still, she's still a Democrat. She's what? She's still a Democrat. Yeah, she is a Democrat. Yeah, she's she's better than all of them, but she's still a Democrat. She yeah. is. Uh, she would have won against Trump if the 
Democrats nominated her. She's not even allowed on the debates anymore, correct? Yeah, they've they've made sure she. Okay. Can't, yeah. Know, well, that it should, the the irony that the, the hypocrisy that that's called the Democrat Party indicating voting rights and they have super delegates is just looks like the old team is going to be back again. Um, out of all the Democrats, uh, her and Buttrig. Oh, Buttrig. Ah, Budigay, something like that. Budigay, whatever his name is. I like them both because they have military experience. I like Tulsi over Budigay. Oh, yeah. She was in the military. That's she right. was in the military. I think she still is. I think she's still part of the reserves. Ooh. Um, I, I like her because she's like, no more of these stupid wars. I'm down with that. Yeah. And well, I'll say that. But yeah. it, she's a Democrat. <laughs> she's going to want more of my money. I mean, as far as communists and socialists go, yeah, she's she's better looking. She's better served. She's worked a real job. I trust her. If I had to choose like out of the Democrats, who would I want? I'd have Tulsi. Me too. Uh, but, but I, you know, then give me. Well, maybe not John McCain. <laughs> maybe I would prefer Tulsi over John McCain. Oh, I would. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I think your rank and file Republican would would still be better than than Tulsi based on policy. So, um, well, Nick Shulaner has joined us. The show is sponsored by Nick Shulaner by going to nickshulaner dot com if you have any need for uh, uh, digital marketing. If you want to market stuff, go talk to Nick, nickshulander.com. You can see his spelling right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you want to read this one? I can't lock my boyfriend in by getting pregnant. What good is he then? That's. <laughs> I wonder what percent of it is entrapment. Well, now you have to convince him. Yeah, yeah. he has to want it. I love that. That would change everything. Dude, it would. We, you know what I should do? Hey, how about this? What if I had a vasectomy fundraiser or a GoFundMe? <laughs> like I got this nonprofit and we would fund men's um, vasectomies. Now we could then go lobby for government. Well, we should have the right to free vasectomies because girls get free birth control and free abortion. We should have free, free, free. Fuck it. Instead of lobbying, we'll actually be men. We'll get it done. We go set up like a multi-billion dollar. Hang on. Let's do the math here. Um, actually, not even that. I can save you some money. Let's just go up to Mexico and have it done. Yeah, I'm just, just as good. A, they don't ask as many questions, right? But it's still, we still got to pay them like what three pesos or in a taco. What do we got to pay them down in Mexico? <laughs> How about five tacos, five tacos, and yeah, a goat, and one, or, or, one, one corona, what one corona, <laughs> Pacifico after, after Pacifico. the vasectomy oh, is done. Good, after, yeah. yeah, all right, 120 million men. Is that 120 counting as zeros? All right, times a thousand. I'm getting some tax texts. Sorry. 1,000, 100,000 million. No, I did that wrong. No. 1,000 million billion. 120 billion dollars. Dude, that would be such a positive ROI. 120 billion dollars. Uh, we could get a generation of men. We'd have to do this every 50, 60 years. So, Amart, let's do that over. 50 years how many dollars per year thousand mil- 2.4 billion dude that's dirt cheap 2.4 billion a year ever so roughly for every man who hits puberty or young man who hits puberty gets a vasectomy and then do you know what that would save in terms of crime Single motherhood, welfare, wick, TAMF, BAMF, all that other stuff. You know, that is such a huge rate of return. 
Oh my God, that'd be my, that'd be great. That's like, it, this is, this is why I'm the world's greatest economist. I come up with shit like this. You'd earn it back in, in like, in, in, a, in six months, you'd have a hundred percent rate of return. But Clary, you're not taking into consideration the, like, the immigration. We have to stop that too, no? Otherwise, well, they'll about, just come in and replace you. What about immigration? They'll just come in and replace you. Yeah, no, I'm talking, I'm talking, th and fine. Then the immigrants can go have had the single parents or the single, or the unwanted children or whatever, and then they'll still be poor. I'm just saying, if it, just in theory, and by the way, a disproportionate percentage of people who tune in are uh, not uh, not white guys; they're uh, black, Latino, and and other. Um, Guilty as charged. Yeah, I, I'm betting. I'm betting there's a larger percentage of minority men because they're more screwed over by the government and their women than than white yeah. guys are. Mm -hmm. So there, I think there'd be a receptive. I mean, how many times have you, you know, here's Jerome. Oh, wow. He's the baby daddy of three gals. And he could have swore he was wearing a condom. Mm. I, I think this is a great idea. I think this has got, I mean, even if you, if you get half the population of guys to do it, I mean, then women have got to be like, did you have a vasectomy? Did you go to the Clary Fund and get a vasectomy? <laughs> it wouldn't it's not, care. If they it, really it, like it, they wouldn't care. Yeah. And here, uh, excellence. He's on, he's, he's a regular guy. It sounds like it's not eugenics. We're not, we're not like, uh, no. it's, it, it, if guys want to have kids, they'd have kids. Not like guys right. can't go and yeah, do something from totally, the bank. So it, this is totally optional. If you want to do it, you do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You like, opt in. We're not yeah. saying, oh, this, this, uh, subset of the population, we're going to get rid of it. We're not saying right. that. Yeah. Like Mexican cavers. We got to get rid of those yeah. guys. We <laughs> get rid of the Mexican <laughs> cavers right off the bat. Right. <laughs> uh anyway let's see if there's some asshole consulting to do let's see if i could get into the account oh so just so you know i were i had a conversation with the guy who was asking me about tax stuff business. right so yeah all is well well good did he did you show him a calendar <laughs> <laughs> did you highlight some dates only you are that good at memorizing dates when keeping. What are you? What are you drinking, Chad? Oh, it's just water. Just water, yeah. I was hoping to go for a run oh, after this. Look what I found. Oh, yeah, great goose! Baby. Shit, that's some good stuff. Mm. Uh, well, are you on a vac? Are you got like a weekend coming up, Atham? Or you got to work later on, or what? Yeah, I work later on, but oh. that's like eleven p.m. Oh, okay, you get some sleep then, and that would be good. Sleep? What's that? Uh, do you work out? No, you were dealing with stupid people. You haven't worked out yet today. Me? No. Not yeah. Today. I've, I've, I've given up working out to write this damn book. And even without that, it, it, yeah. And I got to come back to do an interview at five. Oh, with who? With who? Yeah. Uh, a gal named Linda Groshia. Well, here, I'll show you her book. Ooh. Will this oh, be yeah. live? Uh, maybe it'd be blog talk radio. Uh, the men's advocate. Let me pull it up. We might as well promote it now. The men's advocate no i'll be in the office by then i'd want to hear this linda gross uh yeah the men's advocate here we go dt uh dt for the number four m the men's advocate getting you to master women uh she has her book out mastering women uh it's for men and i'll be on her show and where's the media post this somewhere so we can i'll post it five yeah here I'll, I'll i'll just yeah there it is and 
Although, wait a minute. How old is this one? September. Oh, all right. Yeah. Let's, uh, I'll, I'll provide the link to the SoundCloud. DT4M. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the media link. But then she should have a blog talk if you want to listen to it live. Let me see what this is. Clicking on the link. How did you guys come across each other? Uh, she's advertised with me before, and she's uh, she's been kind of prominent within uh, men's rights community and all that. Okay, uh, yeah, so I see her book. Serious book. It's pretty lengthy. Soundcloud. Um, gross. Blog talk. Here we go. Yeah, so this is the... On-demand episodes today at 5 p.m. Is this me? They're more signal in the workforce. Oh, uh, join my guest, Aaron Claire, if you need to discuss. Yeah. So here's the. I'll put. Po- I'll post this direct link right yeah. here. Uh, there we go. Cool. Boom. There it is. I should probably tweet that out too. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So five o'clock. I'll be on there Central Time. Cool. Um, I don't know what time that is for everybody else. I'm just going through this. No more super chats. Oh, wait, we do have. We got a couple more. A couple more. Let's go through them. Bacon? Bacon. Want to hear how far the pregnancy rabbit hole goes? Tune in to the latest show. Found an article while researching pregnancy breeding fetish. It's dark. (laughs) I saw the same article. That's some fucked up shit. (laughs) Please tell me it's a minority of people, but just tell me that was a sensationalist piece written for us to click on. I, I think you could say that. Yeah. Okay. I, I think there's very few people that have this kind of mental depravity illness. Mm-hmm. That. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Yeah. Women are, their fetish is to get pregnant, but they'll terminate the pregnancy yeah. because it's the fetish is to be pregnant. Yeah. And get the attention, I guess. I Kind of like they want, they want to have a wedding, but not a marriage. Right. right, and that's why they marry themselves or a dog or their cat or their husbands, but then they they change well, and half his money. Right. No. It's my day, my day. All right, W.F. Jacoby. Cancer diagnosis equals reconnaissance man two Wyoming banker boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Aaron goes to war. Um, I was talking to one of uh, our mutual friends the other day, and uh, he was basically like, yeah, you know, Wyoming is great. I think I want to move there someday. And I said, I think you better talk to Clary about that. <laughs> yes, you better. I mean, it's it's perfect if you want to be a loner. If you're perfectly all right living in your cabin by yourself, reading your books, it's fine. It's actually probably perfect because it's beautiful, no state income tax. You can pretty much do whatever you want. If you have to have any human interaction, don't go to Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Do not go to Wyoming. Um, it's not worth it. A couple more over here. All right. Well, that's cool. That's fine. Arsenio Fernando II for $4.99. When I was new here in the U.S., Atham introduced me to burrito and Mexican beer. Salute, brother. Have you met Atham? Yeah, yeah. He's a good friend of mine. Oh, cool. Well, wait. He never had Mexican beer or burritos before he came here? Uh, No, because, well, he's from... Italy? Some Asian country. Oh, yeah. Does he live where you live? He used to. Okay, cool. Oh, I know him in person. He's a friend of mine, yeah. Oh, good. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, I'll, of, I'll the, t- one I'll, of the few people that when he asks for advice, he, he follows it. I'll, I'll tell you, dude, the Mexican food, between that and Thai food, I don't know which is better. 
Mexican um, food is so dude, good. Dude, oh, so Thai, good. Oh. Thai food is good, but I prefer Mexican. Maybe yeah, I'm biased. Yeah, me too. You know. yeah. I like Tex-Mex, but I'm biased, so. Because I thought when we were yeah. Irish, like, Irish food really sucked. And then I found out it was Swedish, and that sucks even worse. So I'm like, no, no, I'm American. But it's like, no, we got some other cool shit. We got what is it, Japanese like meat, food. Meat, meatball, Swedish meatballs and yeah. what? Loot fisk, fish. Everything's a fish, and it's right. bland and pasty, and a, 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 no spice. Uh, uh, no, no. Like, cheap. And more sheep. I don't like sheep. I don't want anything sheep. to do with sheep or goat. Huh. Um, Ray John, $2 Canadian. This one's a little bit. What's the Clary marriage test? Uh, there's, the, there's the relationship test. There's the Clary relationship test, which is a 20-point question or 20-question test, um, of which 10 are cores. Those are deal breakers. And you run it on either a girl or a guy. Uh, predominantly women, uh, to see if they're marriage material or not, whether you keep them or not. Do you have a video on this? Yeah, there's like, I think, um, I think we're up to like seven or eight Clary relationship tests. So if you have someone you're dating, you want to know where they fit, you know, you pay me and I'll, uh, what's the Espaldi for? Anyway, Athan was just showing the the wine up. Uh, but the Clary relationship test, yeah, if you want, I can go ahead and put in. It's kind of interesting. like Because you find some really great gals. It almost gives you hope. Like, oh, my girl's into like – one of them is like you have to be willing to wear lingerie. Um, hair long, that type of Long thing. hair, no tattoos. I mean, some of the kind of key ones. Not a leftist. You know, you, Not you a can, bunch of guy friends. That's it, Yeah. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. well, we could we could come up with a hundred, but this is dude. None of them even no one's even scored a perfect score on the core test. No I one mean, ever will. Yeah, no one ever will. Yeah, so there's there's no reason to go beyond twenty. What but, if they have a, just a very tiny tiny tattoo there? No, and like no. no. Okay, no. I see a lot of those. I see. I guess I guess it depends, man. But but generally speaking, I prefer I rather not. No, me too. I just, well, you know, if you're cute, why would you put a freaking tattoo on your body? You know, it's like a Ferrari with a bumper sticker. You just don't. Yeah, I guess I'm trying to allow a little bit of, you know, leeway for tiny there's, there's, ones. In my yeah. opinion, there's some leeway. Yeah, yeah, there's some leeway, but you know, I'd rather not see that. I, the the problem with a tattoo, no matter how discreet, no matter how well hidden, no matter how small, it indicates there's a, I wouldn't say a a personal or mental flaw, but there's a weakness. Where you think that putting something on your body at best is like a memory. Like the best, most legitimate one was a friend of mine whose dad died and she had something tattooed on her body for that. I understand that. I'm willing to kind of, you know. And, the, only, and, the only positive tattoo is if it's her my name next to her vagina. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> With an arrow and an apostrophe yeah. S, Athams. Yeah. Yeah. Property of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm willing to allow. If it's just a little one that has some sort of meaningful symbolism, I that's not a big deal to me. Right. But it's, it's rarely going to be, oh, my dad died and I got this. It's going to be. Chinese no. proverb: <laughs> Eat, pray, love. <laughs> Eat, pray, love. Suck dick, fuck. I, I don't. Whatever. Live, love, laughter, <laughs> whatever that. Right. Is. Whatever. Basic white girl shit. I don't have. Live, live laugh, love. That's right. You know. Uh, whatever they come, they'll come up. I mean, obviously, when they got a sleeve, or oh, you know, one gal uh, I knew had a an exoskeleton like the Terminator tattooed to her back. So it looked like there was an exoskeleton. I'm like, what in fuck's name? Well, I, you know that she's going to terminate you. Stay away. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so, 
No, that's that's uh, among other things all thrown into a clear relationship test. And like marriage counseling, dude, I should open up a marriage counseling thing. Like huh. I'll I'll have you come in like before you get married, talk to me. Yeah, I know you talk to your priest who's never been married and doesn't know. And yeah, I know you talk to a divorce lawyer. How about you come talk to an asshole? And I'm like, okay, yeah, lady, you're gonna lose the weight, or oh, you're losing weight. Are you gonna put it right back on after you have your wedding cake? Just wondering, just asking. Are all three of us here tattoo free? Yeah, I am. I yeah, yeah none. Yeah, I don't have any tattoos. We are true rebels. Yeah, hmm. I'm okay with guys having it because it's you know. Guys have had it before, and usually it was associated with you traveled to the equator. Military. Something yeah, or like military, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can understand Fire that. It's like, yeah, it's like my my um motorcycle jacket. Unless I drove there or did the pass or whatever, I don't get the, you know, I don't get a Sturgis patch on my motorcycle. Uh, when, I don't put, if I ever get a motorcycle, I should get a Taipei uh, patch. Well, yeah. a Taiwan patch. You know, we've actually been there, but you have to ride your motorcycle in Taiwan. I did ride a freaking. Oh, did well, you? Okay, then you yeah. can get that. Yeah. 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 Well, it was a scooter, but there are no motorcycles in Taiwan. There's all scooters, man. Uh, are right. scooters like mopeds or am I? Yeah, uh... there are no motorcycles in Taiwan. Good luck finding one, dude. Really? Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. You know, and also, I never ride a freaking motorcycle in my life before. So, <laughs> what's an experience? You know, what else? Oh, look at this. Look at this, man. Look at, look at, look at this. Put it up to the camera. Oh, cigars. yeah. Oh, yeah, cigars. Are those good? Mm. Oh, they're good, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm subscribed to this uh, cigar club. They send you three cigars a, a per month. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah. yeah, it does look good. Do you still, still regret? Look, look at this one. That's got, is that a, what is that? Yeah, it's a little skull. skull. <laughs> yeah. Do you still go to the Tinder box when you're in Rapid City or have you just. No, I go run? there. No, yeah. I, I, I go there. I, uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's the only cigar lounge in Rapid City. There's, uh, there's a cigar lounge in Deadwood. I think those are the only two. Um, but yeah, I do. I do go to the Tinder. There's, there's box. one in Reno. Yeah, I stopped. That's where I got my cigars. I forgot and left it with you, and then you got to smoke all Thank my you. cigars. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they were good. Okay, I got Davidoff Escurio, 2016. So it's aged uh, three years. Okay. Well, let's know um, how those are. Room 101, Microbatch Torpedo, 2017. And some other one from four years ago. They're aged, man. Well, you got a humidor to put them in? No, I'm going to smoke them all. Well, well today? <laughs> not today, but uh, they come in this little baggy seal with a Bobita pack. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, that'll keep them pretty good for at least a month or so. Vacuum right. sealed or... No. no, but you know, there's this humidity in there. You know. Oh, okay, I see. But you, yeah. you you want to keep him at like seventy percent ish humidity. Speaking of Wyoming, I was in Casper, Wyoming. I wanted to get a cigar, right? Casper is a town of seventy thousand people. There should be a tobacconist, maybe not a cigar lounge, but there should definitely be a tobacconist there. So I find it and I go in and uh Wyoming is high desert, absolutely dry. No humidity whatsoever. Cigars need humidity to maintain themselves. Otherwise, they dry off and they just flake apart. Yeah. So I walk in and I can hear the humidor running, but I notice it's not humid at all. I didn't really pick up on it, but I bought a cigar, pay for it, and I pull it out and it immediately starts to crumble in my hands. Uh, it's the driest thing ever. Yeah. So I go back and, I, and I'm like, dude, your humidor isn't working. He's like, yeah, it is. It's running right now. I'm like, no, it, it's not working. This thing is crumbling. No, it's always been like that. You got to smoke them real gently. <laughs> fuck you what 
No, it's just it's just Wyoming. People in Wyoming are dumb. Yeah, and are. that that guy, and he had he had a significant he had multiple thousands of dollars worth of cigars there that were all completely ruined because he he thought just because something was running but no humidity was getting in there that that was the humidor. Like oh, it's inside that that area. It's inside yeah, that. So room. It should be good. So it should be good. And um, that that was just one they of many who dang dingy 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 dingy. Ding, 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 ding. laying around, you know, just to show. That requires you read them numbers, Atham. That requires I know, right? you read them numbers. They don't know what those are in Wyoming. Well, I gotta read them numbers for Take everything you hear about Hicks in the South and just apply it to Wyoming, and that's pretty much deadly. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, Chad, you gotta get out of here. What? Fifteen minutes? I'm actually okay. I handled what I need to, but I'm whatever you need to do. If there's all asshole right. consulting or well, let's take a break. Anybody wants super chat, start sending them in now. Let's all take a pee break or a coffee break or whatever. Okay. Um, break. I'm gonna put. Cigar. I'm gonna pull up a. Uh, an article, and then we'll also do a little bit of sponsor, but we'll take a break. Okay. Sounds good to me. <clears throat> well, I don't need to go anywhere, man. I have a big bladder, unlike Clary. Let's see. I don't know, guys. I have three cigars. Which one should I smoke? You tell me. Nah, chat chat went to take a piece or something. More coffee. Hell no. I'm not gonna sing, man. Poor Nick is gonna die. Smallest one. Let me see. Oh, this will be the smallest one. Torpedo. Hmm. Interesting choice. The middle one. Oh, the Davidoff. That's a fancy one, dude. Oh, let's see. No, you know what? I'm going to smoke the smallest one. Fuck it. This one. What is it? <laughs> No, we're just deciding. Oh, no. um, you there, Clary? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just deciding which uh, which one, which one I'm gonna try first. Um, are you going to bed anytime soon? Nah, bed. What's that? Well, I, I'm just saying, don't smoke the the stronger ones because there'll be more. I'm actually smoking the smallest one. Yeah, less tobacco, then you go more likely to get sleep. Okay, this one is from Nicaragua. Does it say anything like what kind of filler or wrapping it's got? Yeah, let me see. Hmm, that's a that's a cool thing. They send you three cigars a month, and they send you the description. You know. The, oh yeah, read the description. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, okay, there's a lot of blah blah blah. So let me let me cut to the chase. Um, blah 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 blah. Come on, man. Okay. Smell of beef jerky. Sweet and earthy. Ooh. What okay. is this? Uh, cigars. <laughs> and then towards Wait. the end, there is some um, a little bit of menthol. You, you know how it changes, right? As you you smoke it. Yeah, it gets yeah, it gets harsher. Yep. Yeah. Well, this one becomes a little bit tingly and creamy, and um, it says uh, menthol. Okay. Fuck it, I'll take it, man. Chad, don't go amazing atheist on us, please. Okay. What does that mean? 
You don't know about the amazing atheist? Does I know he's eat? fat. <clears throat> what does he eat while he's oh, uh, podcasting? No, no, he shoved the bananas up his ass and thought it'd be a good idea to film it and put it on the internet. Okay, there you go. You can see that. Yeah, Davidoff Leaf Maduro. Oh yeah, that'd be yeah. That, that, I'd smoke that one. That probably won't let you down. Yeah, should be good. No, they always send good stuff, so I'm not afraid. All right. Anyway, what were what we're uh, talking about anyway? Uh, we're going to do some sponsors here just to get these out of the way. So there is the Pence principle. Um, you hear Kavanaugh has another accuser. Yeah, it was, oh, uh, I read about that. <laughs> yes, guys, just get this damn book and read it. Um, Randy's experienced a, a jump in sales. He, he, me, and him ran some ads on uh, Turd Flingy Monkey, and um, <laughs> he yeah. had some. Yeah, no, I he uh I had some pretty good success with the sale of my book, but then Randy had some really good sales uh with the Pence principle. So uh and also Turd Fling Monkey will get back to you. Um so if you want to run ads, he is looking for advertisers. So I, I have no problems endorsing him because he actually got back to me. You know, like the guy is a pro. Uh then we have Dr. Perodin's book School of Errors, if you have kids <clears throat> and you don't want them to get shot up in school. Get a book written by a doctor who studies safety. Not a bunch of social workers who just want more money because they didn't spend enough. Then we have my book's Reconnaissance Man. Please get that before you decide where you want to move in the world. Bachelor Pad Economics. There we go. Get that. That's probably my best one if you're going to start with one. Curse of the High IQ. Buy that. I got a new redhead model. You guys see her Ooh. over on the on the on the Twitter. I'm all about redheads. <laughs> this is the oh, yeah. one we talked about um, last time. You had her last time, right? Oh, did I? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Hatham, have you seen her or no? No, I haven't actually. Oh, she's kind of like you. She's uh, Portuguese because she's from Brazil. Uh, but red hair and huge cans. Just just your favorite there, Hatham. This is on Twitter? I we, have, we have a link or something? Yeah, hang on. Let me hang on. Let me see if I can't find it. Um... They told me redheads were crazy. They, they are. are. Can't confirm. <laughs> I can confirm. Yeah, that's that right. You, you guys both had that. Yeah. God damn it, dude. Ginger. I was just not expecting that amount of craziness. Dude, I saw a hot redhead when I went to the the clinic yesterday. Um, oh, just my type, like the the uh, naughty. Uh, you just you know she's bad news. She's just mm -hmm. a pixie kind of girl from the nineties. Had red hair, huge cans, was about my age, but still had that hotness about her. I'm like, oh, yeah. If <laughs> this is 20 years ago, I would have gotten in some trouble. Mm. Uh, go. Yeah, redheads are, are trouble, man. Do, 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 Proceed do, do, with do. caution. Do, 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 do. Well, fuck? where did it go? Huh, maybe I didn't tweet it out. I thought I tweeted it out. Yeah, I don't see it on your Twitter. What's replies? What's maybe the word it, when women oh, I think see it. I see it. You know, can you put I it in the? It? Can you put it in the chat? Yeah, let me see if this works. Um, Come on, I'll find her. If this is the right person. Oh wait, 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 wait. Hang on, I got. It. Hang on, hang on. I'll put it in the private chat. I'll put it on the public chat. Well, I mean, it's. I I tried that. Yeah, I want to see her. Um, oh, that's right. We can't put pub, uh, Twitter's on the public thing, huh? Ah, come on. Oh darn it! Uh, media. 
No. I think no. I got it. It's just a picture of her with um with the book. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, I got it. By the way, guys, we have we have 49 people watching this video. So go ahead and like the video. Yeah, like the video too. How do I copy this? I just copied the link with the picture. Like I clicked on the picture and then I put it in our chat and then the um public but chat. But can we put it in the public chat? I think so. I did. Unless it got All right, there it is. Up. I just sent it out on Twitter. Here, I'll put it up. <clears throat> There you guys go. And um, yeah, yeah, she's not too bad on the eyes. That's the one I, I tweeted. Yeah. yeah. Or at least similar right, to Let me see. Well, maybe I should retweet when she tweets me out, huh? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> huh. Oh, geez. Hopefully this won't trigger too many uh, memories. Let's see. Oh. No. Yeah, she's. <laughs> oh, she's... she's. Oh, shit. Triggered. Are you going to fly down to uh, Brazil there, Atham? She's in Brazil? Yeah, she's in Brazil. Oh. I, I've, I dated Brazilians before. I actually speak some Portuguese. Oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, anyway, so she's promoting Curse of High IQ. So if you're smart and you like redheads with big boobs, go get that one. Worthless! I don't know. It's kind of late for everybody because they're in the first semester of college and 80% of kids are still majoring in stupid shit. And the black man's got out of poverty. <clears throat> For all the black men who want to get out of poverty, stop listening to the Democrat Party. Enjoy the decline. Accepting living with the death of the United States when Camelia Harris becomes president and try to take your guns. Camelia. And the bill, or is it Kamala? Kamala Harris. Huh. Uh, what? What is this one? The best of Captain Capitalism. Top shelf. No. Yeah. Top shelf. I got more books than I know what to do with. So go ahead, get those books. Yeah. And if you've already bought them, review them online. I'd appreciate the reviews very much. Although it's kind of fun to read through some of the uh, one-star reviews. This guy's a dick. He has a website. He advocates killing children. Well, when you did that Twitter, you remember that that tweet that generated a lot of um, attention? Yeah. They... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the hate came. This guy hates black people. Did you see the book? Fuck you. <laughs> hey, he's wearing a fedora in his picture. I still, I wish I could find my fedora. It's packed, so I could actually wear that old classic fedora and just do every podcast with it. Next time, you should wear a caving helmet, dude. I still think we should all go get our Mexican masks and do a podcast together. We got to do that. Um, yeah, and actually, I will choose the masks for you guys. Wait, wait, we don't get to choose our own masks. No, you, you can I, choose I, mine. Okay, here's the thing. Huh? I already know the wrestlers. I know their personalities. So I'm going to match personalities with you guys. Oh, so obviously, okay. Obviously, Clary gets to be the asshole, the bad guy. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and and Chad gets to be the guy that everybody loves. Right, America's Aww. homeboy, right. Yeah, Squeaky yeah, yeah, clean. Yeah. 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 What are you? Like the 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 well, we're, quiet, we're, the good, the bad, and the ugly? Or what are we doing here? We're the dependable guy that's always there. Lou Demon. Lou Demon? Remember I talked about that, right? You saw my mask. Yeah, we saw your mask. I just go and look at who's Lou Demon. How do you spell his name? Lou Demon. Blue. L O U D E M O N. Blue. Oh, Blue, Blue Demon. Demon. Yeah. Oh, uh, there you oh, wait, wait, wait. Would it be Azure Demon or something like that? Oh, here it is. Blue Demon. It's <clears throat> a fucking stupid question. Wait a minute. He's he's dead. He was born yes. in 1922. Yeah, this all 
all, all the wrestlers that I know, most of them are super old or dead. But so, but the, but the new ones, I mean, people still put on the masks, right? Right. They're like the sons of the grandsons, you know. The, wait, so the grandsons then take over their father's mantle and continue to wrestle? Yes, a lot of times they do, yes. Wow. All right, so this was, was this guy popular when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. He, he was huge, yeah. Was he like the Hulk Hogan of Mexico then, or what? Mm, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, well, the yeah, kind of. But why is it, okay. It actually. my favorite wrestler, though. You know, my favorite wrestler is Tinieblas. Okay. I, I'll, I'll put it in the chat, in the private chat, so you see. But why is it called Blue Demon? It, why is it in English? I have no idea. Yeah, see, on his belt, it says Blue Demon. Yeah. Huh. Well, he was old. He lived uh, 78 years. Maybe he wasn't that old. He lived a normal life. But... Um, all right. Have you guys heard this? The uh, New Jersey man who scammed $2 million from women posing as a soldier on dating sites. Mm. Nope. No. You guys haven't heard that? This is, we're going to get a positive news. We're going to enjoy the show. This is part of enjoying the show. A Millville man was arrested Wednesday on charges that he defrauded more than 30 people of $2.1 million in an elaborate online dating scheme where hearing conspirators acted as United States military members attempting to ship gold bars home. <laughs> Ruben Sarpong, 35, was to appear before judge. This reminds me of uh, Three Kings or... Um, Kelly's Heroes, you guys ever see either of those? No, I saw Three Kings, I think. Yeah. Which yeah. is a remake of Kelly's Heroes, essentially. Yeah. Uh, was, appear, was to appear before Judge Joel Schneider in Camden Federal Court Wednesday on one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud, according to the U.S. Attorney Craig Carpenito. The following details from this case were taken out from court documents and statements. From January 2016 to January or September 2019, Sarpong and several conspirators, many who reside in Ghana. So you can always trust those Ghanaian and Nigerian emails. They're always good. <laughs> Ghanaian. <laughs> Reportedly set up profiles on various dating websites using fake or stolen identities posing as United States military personnel stationed overseas. They contacted victims through the dating websites and then pretended to strike up a romantic relationship with them, wooing them with words of love, according to the criminal <laughs> uh, complaint. After starting a relationship with the victim, Sarpong and his conspirators would ask them for money, authorities claim, often for the claim purpose of paying to ship non-existent gold bars to the United States. All right, where did they fail here, guys? Where did they fail? Chat knows. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. I, I don't know. Like what? <laughs> I, I'm surprised they got two, They got away with $2.1 Right off the back when they say, hey, we got some gold we're going to ship over. That should have... That should have brought up some red flags. If these guys just played it right, they could be like those uh, Middle Eastern dudes who get all the desperate middle-aged United Kingdom gals to go down and buy them houses and shit. Should do that. If they just didn't promise gold, but the next best thing, and that was the love of a young man to all these old wash-up bras that actually fell for their, their romantic bullshit, they could have just gotten a bunch of gifts over the... They could have had an annuity... They could have had a monthly payment. They could have had a pension. Uh, if they, they obviously had the skill to woo these girls and they would be willing to give them money, but instead of like, hey, we got gold coming in, that just that just fucked it up. They could have just, you know, a, and how many girls could they handle each? Maybe 100? Don't you think they could handle 100 each? They could, be, they could have made off way more with $2 million and legally. 
I saw an American Greed episode about something just like that. <laughs> yeah, but was it criminal? It ended up being criminal, yeah. Was it? Oh, okay. Because the guy, and I, maybe that's where these guys kind of fucked up. The guy that I saw the episode, he was doing what you were just talking about, but then he got into like being a fake investor and saying he was going to invest. Oh, you know, see, money. yeah, no, you just guys just oh. see Operation Evil might have a lonely middle-aged women in up division where young strapping men like Atham pose as Raphael or Eduardo or <laughs> Esteban, Esteban, Esteban. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. There, there. That's, that's the, uh, that's the uh, Mexican Chad. So he is Esteban and he is from a poor country. And Oh, Esteban Hernandez. Like, Hernandez. Is that sexy? Well, it Esteban sounds like it's a white girl, I guess. I don't know. Don't you need, like, don't you need four names? Hernandez. Esteban San Rafael de Hernandez. I mean, couldn't it just be this long... No, no, no. no. Wait, wait, wait. Hernandez de la Vega. Oh, yeah. that's... Yeah. Hernandez de la Vega. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, we get a team of guys. We compare notes and say, hey, Hernandez, what worked this day? Oh, I told her this. Oh, we got to roll that out. You could make a mint, set up a shop in the Philippines, then just, you know, all the old middle-aged white women money come rolling in. Maybe I should do that, man. Dude, I, I I'm trying final, to get... Why am I busting my ass studying differential equations, man? That'd be so funny. Like, you get your dream job offer, and then on the side, you kind of tinker with this, and all of a sudden, you're making, you know, $100,000 a year being Raphael. Oh, Let man. me just tell you, there is a big market for this man. I've got clients who are between women in this demographic who are between the ages of uh, about 42 and 55, not mm -hmm. married. They have nobody in their lives, but they've inherited all this money from their parents who have now died. Okay. I mean, that's just ripe for the picking for someone mm -hmm. like this because yeah. they're looking for anyone. Are they, are, do they express an interest? Like, do yeah. they hint whether really? Okay. So they're they wondering. They flat out ask me. They're like, well, you know, what's it with your personal life? And I'll say something and I'll be like, well, what about you? It's like, well, having trouble meeting people and they're, they're not, they're not in shape and they don't look good to be frank right. with you. But, you know, this is the, where somebody could really get after some assets. Hey, hey, Sounds like a job for Esteban. Strictly huh? business, right? <laughs> yeah and they're willing to pay for it too Look, i'm pretty sure if send it my way man fuck it female <laughs> online digital horse can get hundreds of thousands of dollars a year esteban could get himself a hundred thousand being a digital lover all right yeah. i think i think we could do it <laughs> yeah chad you and i would have to grow mustaches and tan our skin a bit we'd have to I can grow facial hair with enough time. Yeah, but we got to be Mediterranean. You, you got to be Latin. You can't. You can't be Scandinavian. We got to be. We got to come up with other names. What? I, maybe I'd be from Lebanon. Maybe I could pull off a Middle Eastern country. You think? You, you could probably be. You could be Italian. Italian? Yeah, like from. Do the, the gals go for the Italians though? Yeah, of course they do, man. Come okay. On. Yeah. Pero yo puedo hablar el español y es posible yo puedo tener... Uh, where should I be from, Atham? Hmm. I know, I'm pretty white, so... My name will be Carmine. Maybe Argentinian, Argentinian maybe. Argentinian? Ah, yeah, they got some Argentinian. white people I can around speak Castellano. Yeah. I can be from yeah. Argentina. No, but you have to work on your accent. Like, che, boludo. What, 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 wait, wait, wait. What women know the accent difference? 
Mm, some of them do. Not really. Not yeah, oh. I could get away with it. I think. Yeah, you know, instead of you know, if you want to say beach in in Spanish in Argentinian, you don't say playa. You say, say playa. 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 Yeah, because it's yeah. Castellano. You know, la la la. Yeah. Botella in la playa. Botella. Yeah. Che boludo. Yeah. No, I, I learned this when I went down there five years well. ago. It could be Spaniards. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Like from the Spaniards. North, yeah. Okay. There we go. From, yeah. From Palencia, you know? Yeah. Vosotros, not nosotros. <laughs> yeah. But instead of saying S, you're going to have to say F. You know, like. F, F it. Yeah. F, F, F. Yeah. I could totally pull this don't, off. Don't ask me how now. Don't ask me how I know. From, a, know. from a linguistic standpoint, I know I could, I could pull this <laughs> off. Yeah. You could. Oh. <sighs> I, I'll just have to brush up on my Italian. See, see you're kind of you're, you're white. Yeah, you're kind of short. Yes, the Spaniards. That's Spaniards, man. Is that Spaniards? Are yeah, they, they tan though. Don't well, you go down to Ibiza? They well depends, man. I mean, Spain is a really uh, diverse country. Mm. Yeah, you know, if you go to, I mean, you can see a, a lot of white guys in Spain, and if you go down down south, you'll you'll they're a little darker because they're mixed mm. with uh, the Middle East. Yeah. There's right. a lot of blonde hair, blue-eyed people from Spain that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll say I live on the other side of the Pyrenees or so. I'll figure something out. I'll figure something <laughs> out. Uh, after starting a relationship, uh, da, ba, da, ba, da, ba, da, the most common story used by Soprong and his conspirators was that they were military personnel stationed in Syria who were awarded gold bars because the military just awards gold bars. <laughs> Bars. The conspirators told many of the victims their money would be reimbursed once the gold bars arrived in the United States. In one case, a conspirator claimed he was a U.S. soldier stationed in Syria who had recovered gold bars worth $12 million and needed help bringing them over. He sent her a fictitious airway bill showing that two trunks with family treasure would be sent to her along with a fake United Nations identity card that identified him as an Israeli citizen and U.N. delivery agent. She, okay, guess how much she wired him. Um, I don't know. 50, well, hundred thousand, ninety three thousand oh, dollars. I was close. Holy <laughs> shit! Uh, she wired him more than ninety three thousand dollars. They planned to meet. Tax free, right? Uh, what's that? Tax free. Well, yeah, that the, the Ghanaians aren't known for paying their U.S. taxes. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, the, to meet uh, June thirteenth, twenty eighteen. The next day, she died by suicide. Authorities say <laughs> Sarpong and his conspiracy. Yeah, she killed herself. Uh. The authorities say Sarpong is conspirators use various email accounts and voice over internet protocol phone numbers to communicate with their victims and instruct them where to wire the money. Victims on occasion also sent money via personal and cashier's checks. Um, found themselves large amounts of cash, received $823,000. I'm just trying to figure out how many women they duped. Social media, blah, 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 blah. 20 years in prison, prison, $200,000 fine. I, I just think you, you want evidence of Operation Evil. Look, the only thing he did wrong was claim there were those gold bars. These guys could have just told the women they love them, sent them flowers. Oh, but my family is poor, and we we need a well because, you know, Honko, our, our, our donkey, died, and he no longer walks around the well or something. Wait, I got it. Yeah. We, need a, we need a school. A school? Yeah. We don't have a school in our in our. Oh boy, that would be oh, yeah, and my little nieces—they can—they can, they right. can bear. Oh man, yeah. Okay, there we go. Fuck this work shit. What are we doing? <laughs> I look at Chad's face. He's so yeah, believing, right? Yeah, like, fuck him. this. Oh shit, my god. Man. 
I want to be, I want to wash windows. I wish I could. Oh, no, you windows. don't want to wash windows. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of that gig for, for now. I mean, oh. I'm just doing the night audit thingy, but um, I mean, dude. You know, I had an accident rock climbing, right? So now yeah, I know. Yeah you, yeah, you busted your shoulder. Guys, I need to step uh, out just for another couple minutes. This Go is... for it. Good luck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I think I think Chad needs some. I mean, he's since he's from Spain, he needs some Spanish wine. Is that Spanish? Yeah. Oh. From the north. That's where he's from, right? He'd have to be if he's white. Yeah. What's a northern town in Spain? All I know is like Madrid Valencia. and Valencia. Barcelona. Valencia? Yeah, Valencia with P. P. Palencia? Palencia, yeah. Oh. It says right. Valencia with V. And yeah. Valencia with P. Yeah. Valencia is in the north. Okay. The one thing I want to see in Spain is Sad Hill Cemetery, where they shot oh, the final yeah. scene of Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. And I have a, a, a reader out in Spain who took a picture of uh, Worthless with the Sad Hill Cemetery in the background. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the coolest things ever. So if I ever go there, which I don't know if I'll ever go to Europe again, but I will um, I will definitely uh, go and visit you know, that. There are three countries which I would like to visit where I, I just want to spend like a month, maybe longer. Mm -hmm. just, just going around, man. Spain is one of them. I was before you know what. You know, It was even before that. You know, I don't know. But there's something about Spain that I like. Yeah. Um, the other one is Japan. The other one is Chile. Chile? Why Chile? I don't know, man. There's something about Chile that I, I don't know. It's skinny? Which... Well, okay, that's a that's a cool thing. You can snowboard and go surfing on the same day. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I, hopefully, the women are skinny too. That uh... they're not as pretty, but they're hella cool. Okay, all yeah, right. They're hella cool, man. Yeah. Maybe it's like the Denver or the Colorado of South America. It's just kind of cool chicks, and they have they had Pinochet, you know, and then they they they're onto the teeth, and everybody hates them. So yeah, I want to go there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're doing it right. Out of all, gee, I wonder why Chile is is the most successful South American nation. I just wonder. The only I don't thing I don't like is the accent. It's kind of messy. It's well, like what is Spanish? <laughs> no, they're cool, man. They're hella cool. I really it, like Chileans. Is it unintelligible? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm, I speak this in Chilean. You know, I understand them perfectly. But yeah, if if, if you are from say uh, I don't know Cuba or Mexico and you you go speak to a Chilean for the first time, you're like, what the fuck? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing it's a bunch of boomhowers. You ever watch King of the Hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah with boomhower hunting, hunting, man. Kinda, kinda, but in Spanish, <laughs> so it's even worse. <laughs> the Spanish boomhower. No, no, but Chile is a beautiful. I mean, for what I've seen, you know. Uh, and I also, I have also met my fair share of Chileans here. Mm -hmm. they're, hella, they're hella cool, man. Yeah. They're hella cool, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. that That's one thing is if I ever wanted to drive down to Tierra del Fuego, I am absolutely going through Chile, and I'm not going through the other countries because I know at least, you know, there will be electricity and gas, but yeah. <clears throat> it's still a logistical nightmare with the uh, uh, repairs and tires, and you may not, yeah. you know. You're in Ecuador. No, we don't have, we don't service Nissans here. You're screwed. Mm -hmm. uh, Fernando Covet, $1.99. Check out this band called Low Straight Jackets. Oh, yeah, Low Straight Jackets. Why, why do I know them? Sounds, rings a bell. Um, hang on. Let me pull up some music. I have heard of them before. Not to be confused with the Ramones. <laughs> no, that's a punk band from, I don't know, the UK? I don't know. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, they have. Yeah, they, okay, that's why because they have they wear the Mexican wrestling mat uh, masks. Oh, I see. <laughs> Hang on, let's see what kind of music they got. Whoa! Can you hear that, Atham? No. No. Oh, it's not playing. I, I can look them up. Yeah, you know, Atham, look it up, right? No, no. I I just kind of straight jackets. Uh, okay, let, let me let me look them up. That's what I always do anyway. Wonder if they're American or Australian? Oh, straight jacket saying. No, no, they're equally crazy. That's gotta get hot behind that mask after a while. Uh no. It's well it depends. I mean the one I have is made out of uh oh no, it's pretty uh pretty comfy. Well, if you're wrestling, I don't know, maybe. You know, <laughs> yeah. They're from Nashville, Tennessee. They are not from Mexico. Uh, no, maybe they're Hispanic, are they? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Danny Amos, that doesn't sound Mexican. Eddie Angel, not Latino. Pete Curry, no. No. Chris Sprague and Greg Townsend, nope. I don't no, think. No. <laughs> not a lot of okay. Latinos in that. I stand corrected. <laughs> Probably the least Latino band ever to exist in bands. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what else do we have? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. This may be it. Oh, Bacon Maldito for another tooth 23. It's another thing I miss about writing this book is normally I just go for a walk or a run and just listen to podcasts, and now I don't have to. Now I got to write. Uh, Imagine Chad with a spray tan, Latin lover Elkins. That, yeah. I don't, I don't see him being tan. Mm. Yeah, maybe not. No, he will be, he will be a white Hispanic. He'd, uh, yeah, he'd be a white Hispanic, yes. Speaking That's of white, it. No, these guys are as white as snow, man. Straight jackets. No. I found them. All right. I say that's it. I got to go do some writing. We can All leave right. Chad. He'll, he'll, when he comes back, it will be done and it'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, listen, thanks for coming on the show, Atham. Yeah, I'd no like to thank Chad. Yeah, for everybody, thank you for two. Oh, there's Chad. There he <clears throat> oh, hey, Chad, we weren't going to leave without you. Yeah, how you doing? Heard you talking about me. Um, <laughs> no, all, good so all good things, I swear. Are we all set? Or... Yeah, we're all set. Yeah, we're just wrapping it up. Why don't you tell people where people can find you? I'll tell people how they can help out the show. Oh, okay. Well, I'm at uh, elkinscpa.com, as the person who just called me found out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find some books that my dad and I collaborated on. It's called the Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide. We have an edition for 2019 and uh, some prior issues with some specific uh, topics as well. Wonderful. And if you always wanted to help out, you can go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Three ways to do that. You go ahead and make a PayPal donation. The link is there at that URL. Uh, there's also a link to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Aaron Clary, and you can go ahead and sign up. With that, though, however, unlike PayPal, you actually get something. You get access to Sanity is the Future of Wealth, uh, Mary Jo's pinups, maybe even the pinup of this redhead I'm working on her. She might actually uh, pose uh, and, of course, uh, help with sales. Um, and then um, my um, infrequent but still there road trip podcast where I do random episodes when I get some time I'm driving around. So you get a little bit of something for your money. But the best way is if you would kindly do all your Amazon shopping through my Amazon affiliate program, also located at uh, olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner, start shopping, pay for your stuff. That's all you have to do. You don't log into a PayPal or not PayPal. You don't log into some kind of Amazon affiliate program. It's nothing like that. You just shop, 
You buy your stuff. I get a 6 to 7% commission and cut. And you don't pay anything extra. And that is about it. Atham, will you take us out correctly, please? Hey, toodles.